Alright, well on that note, boys. Welcome to File Under Entertainment Podcast with Eric and Jared, where I just got around to updating the logo. Finally, now that the season is coming to a close, <laughs> that's right. We are wrapping up the alphabet. We've done it, guys. We made it to the Z episode. And joining me on our last alphabetical adventure of the season is the aforementioned Jared and also our buddy, Mark. Go ahead and introduce yourself, guys. Like, Who are they going to be listening to for the next couple hours? Here? Is Dobby free? Is Dobby finally free? Am I free from my shackles and chains? I can leave now. <laughs> no, absolutely not. You still have several more episodes and an entire other season you have to come back for. But right. uh, <laughs> I'm contractually obligated to say I'm Jared of File Under Entertainment. I'm the co-host of that episode. I'm also the co-host of the Evil Mark Show, where we talk about uh, sports, uh, but mainly uh, we go on tangents about dumb stuff here in the off season. And then, if you want to talk, uh, if you want to hear me talk shit and want to hear the uncensored versions of things that I talk about, check out Feathers and Friends on Saturday when it drops. Before I get yelled at on Mondays about it. A lot, a lot of hard R's in that Feathers and Friends. That's I gotta so say, many. I mean, I was really shocked, really shocked, really shocked. It's Rwanda, very Wanda, uh... Niger, so many hard R's, guys. Yeah, it, it's it's he's he's definitely got a, a Jordan Peterson vibe going on. You had to bring and, it into this episode, didn't you? And oh. his, his head is his head is so shiny right now. It's just in his background is so purple, and his head is so shiny. Dude, it's if like I, would it not like be me egg. if I didn't talk about my dick, right? Like in, in some way, shape, and or form. True. I, you, you could have wore your fancy camouflage hat for the for today's taping, but I all right, guess. All right. <laughs> But I guess you know, not. He's got I like guess... seven of them. He's I like, know. Which is the fancy one? I got so many. Oh, oh! It's like a Love's truck stop threw up in his closet. <laughs> awesome! Mm. All right, see, you got, got these. Finally, for the Navy. Oh, look at that! See, nice. And so, yes. who's this other voice that we're hearing? Oh, I am a long time, long time fan of the show, File Entertainment, uh, long time listener. Uh, my name is Mark. I am the host of the Evil Mark Show, which is an absolutely mess of poorly thought out, intentionally provoking and ridiculous opinions on sports. We do a Thursday show uh, during college football season. It's all about college football, but during the offseason, we cover everything. And then we also do a Sunday show uh, with Jared uh, and Eric's my host on the Thursday show. Have a great time. It's sports talk for people who may not necessarily like sports talk. We kind of keep it fun and light, have a lot of fun, a lot of comedy. Uh, a lot of good stuff. We wrote a uh, our own Nick Cage uh, college football inspired movie <laughs> on, on air last on Thursday. So it, it's that kind of weirdness and fun kind of stuff. Um, it's really good sports talk on top of it all, man. And I'm glad to be here. Like I said, huge fan of uh, Final Entertainment. I think this is my fourth appearance. Uh, you were on for G. G. R. R. Uh, the S remix. S. <laughs> oh, oh, Oingo Boingo. Oh, yeah. So this would be five then. Yeah. I, I'm like the Alec Baldwin of uh, of uh, Phylon Entertainment. Hopefully you don't kill anybody with a gun. <laughs> I was just about to say, didn't he accidentally shoot somebody? I wouldn't be Accidentally. <laughs> Jared, you did an entire episode about it. You really don't remember any yeah. of that shit. Oh, my God. No. Dude, I shot somebody in the face. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, like, as soon as I, as soon as I finish an episode, just cut, paste... 
Like, literally, you guys want to know how it's done? This is how it is. I hit record, I hit stop, and then what I do is I immediately upload it, unless I have to cut or edit anything. I type out what I talked about, I hit the numbers, I plug in the information, I save it to the correct spot on my hard drive, and then it's over. It's out of my mind. I'm fucking done skis. <laughs> he cares that much. Such <laughs> <laughs> dedication to the crap. <laughs> well, why do why do you think I sound so excited every time I talk about something? Because like it's brand me, new. Yeah, to yeah, me, it's like, the I... first time I've talked about it. So this is awesome. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So, what is it that we're talking about today on our Z episode? Who is the artist that you guys brought to the table? We Zach? brought Zach Wild. Okay. Well, technically, Zach Sabbath, uh, Black Sabbath, uh, what else is he? Black Label Society, and then he's like a solo guy too. So there's a there's a lot of shit we're bringing to the table. So of the six songs you guys did, what three and three of your own? Three and three. Was there any overlap? That was it. Was just like th- it was just three and three, three no, years, I, three years. Yeah, I, I think Jared was leaning oh, always more towards Black Label Society. I was really trying to go through his uh, individual work. Uh, so the, the songs that I have are, are two of his from his solo albums, and then one is like a one that he was a part of. It's more of a con- collaboration. It's kind of interesting because the last one is a, a collaboration with a country artist. Uh, that also kind of likes to kind of bend the, the genre norms as well. So we give you a nice mix of what the man is known for and then his own individual solo efforts as well. Nice. All right. Well, you guys are actually, uh, since we're still sticking with the alphabetical thing, you guys are up first. So, ah. Jared, did you have something to say? Oh, yeah. I was Yeah, the, I was going to say the reason why I leaned more towards, because I, I knew Zach Wilde as, like, that's kind of just how he's known, as, as, as Zach Wilde, like, right? Like, you don't know him as Black Label Society. A lot of people will know him as Ozzy's guitarist for the main thing. He's known for that signature circle guitar that he's got. Uh, he will actually play until his fingers legitimately bleed, uh, or, or it might just be a prop that he's doing. But when I looked up and was like, yeah, we'll do Zach Wilde, that's kind of why I stuck with his more Black Label Society stuff when he kind of ventured outside of Ozzy is uh, because that's where I knew him. That's actually how he was introduced to me by a really good friend of mine when I was 18. Uh, I babysat this guy's kids and I went on fishing trips with the dude. He was he was a bad motherfucker and he loved Zach Wilde. But yeah, uh, once I realized that there wasn't much solo stuff, that's why Mark and I uh, kind of he went solo and I went with uh, the, the real stuff that he is very well known for. And then I did yeah. throw in a really nice soft song in there. Uh, if you know the song, it's it's kind of a nice softer version of it. So I mean, in Wild is kind of had an amazing career, not only from that, from uh, from working with Ozzy. I mean, he was the guy who replaced uh, uh, Randy Rhodes. Uh, you know, this is uh, it's a very interesting career, a very long career, and in very mm-hmm. kind of twists. Uh, a guy who's definitely has his heavy metal bona fides, his hard rock bona fides. This is a guy who almost became the uh, the, the guitarist for for Guns N' Roses after uh, after Slash left. Uh, did not get that call back. But uh, this is a guy who has had a really, really interesting career, has spanned a lot of genres of music, but still you, you can tell there's a there's definitely a, a metal influence or a hard rock influence in, in all of his work, from his solo stuff to his uh, Black uh, Label Society stuff. It's really, really great, really great guitar stuff. So if you like rocking out, like this is this is the one. This is the one to start with. And just just for a fun fact here, his first album was with Ozzy in 1988, no rest for the wicked 
I was born in 1987, so this dude has been doing music for quite some time. <laughs> I know that there are some uh, audio files out there for you uh, who, who like the fun facts that Eric slings at us about his artists. So let's just, Mark, would you mind if I did the fun facts here from the wiki? Go for it. They, are they fun? They are fun. Uh, his... <laughs> They're at least facts. Yeah, they are at least They're facts. facts. So uh, Zach Wild, or uh, as he was birth named as Jeffrey Philip Wildland, was born January 14th, 1967. He is currently 56 years old. Uh, Bayonne, New Jersey is where he was born. He was He's originally from Jackson, New Jersey. Uh, he is heavy metal, hard rock, something called Groove and Southern Rock. Uh, I can tell you right now that he's been active since 1987. So this dude has been doing music since I was alive. Like I was birthed from my from my mother, uh, you know, in Wisconsin. And then Zach Wilde is like, let me just be a musician for the entire time Jared's alive. That was definitely the impetus. Of it. That was, was like, the plan. Yeah. This kid totally planned. This that kid Jared, kid, he's like, he's yeah. our new, he's our new Jesus. I had to look into the sky and I see the stars. Oh. Our savior was born in Wisconsin. Jared is born. playing tribute music. Jared was born. Zach Wilde's like, you know what, boys? I'll make it big. Hey, Ozzy, you want a guitarist? I'm your man. Yeah, fucking dope. Uh, but apparently, he goes by Zach Zachary Philip Wilde uh, is kind of his his little nickname. And then I know you were talking about how he actually replaced. So uh, Wilde played locally with his first band called Stonehenge, and then later with a local New Jersey band, Zyrus. He actually auditioned for lead guitarist and co-writer for Ozzy Osbourne. He was hired to replace Jack E. Lee, who replaced Brad oh, yeah. Gills, who had himself replaced deceased Randy Rhodes. Uh, Rhodes remains Wilde's foremost guitar playing and Stargate influencer. Uh, so that's probably where it comes from. And, uh, I, you know, I, I, like, if you don't know who Ozzy is, I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you double back for a second? What was yeah. his birth name? His birth name jeffrey philip wyland okay all right so philip was in there because then you said that he goes by zach philip and i'm like wait did he just give himself a different middle name and like why would he choose <laughs> yeah why okay why would he, when coming up with a fake like stage name why would he give him a middle name and why would he choose philip like i i don't know nothing against phillips or phils but it's just like <laughs> if you're choosing a fake name like zach wild sounds hard but my middle name philip well, yeah. it's 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 weird could, because he goes go by Zach Z A K K, right? Mm -hmm. But Wild is W Y L D E, and yeah, so like it's all kind of fucky in there. Well, a another thing to note here is uh, like Marcus Freeman and like the fellow gentleman on this call, also Catholic as well. Uh, uh, Zach Wild. It's important to note one of the tribes. So let's let's go easy on him. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're, Marcus Freeman's in. We, we, once you let him in, we got to give him be a little easy on him. Be a little easy on him. But yeah, really, really great stuff. I'm 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 kind of pumped about the. I know we're gonna get to it at the end, but that like his kind of crossovers that he does, this other work that he does with other artists, especially more contemporary artists, is, is really really interesting. And it's always good when you see a a guy later in his career especially guys with that kind of uh, virtuosity. Like uh, I think when Carlos Santana did Supernatural and then his later uh, work with other artists, it's like mm -hmm. when you see these guys, especially these really great guitarists who are known as legends in, in their field of rock or their specific subgenre, they start branching out and pe more people get exposed to it. It's kind of like why Jeff Beck is so well-regarded now, but was not well-regarded in his time. Like Zach Wilde could be having that same kind of influence. And it might be, later on because of country music it's really really odd how all these things kind of just 
are 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 cyclical, 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 cyclical. Yeah, cyclical. Gosh, that doesn't sound right. That sounds well, really fucking hard to say. If you want a nice cyclical <laughs> throwback, uh, he's he's actually on tour with Pantera. I don't know if the tour has ended. But yeah, he uh, he replaces his good buddy Dimebag Daryl. Mm-hmm. And if you want to hear the song that he dedicated, it's called "In This River." It's a really great song that was mm. dedicated to Dimebag. But yeah, he's he's uh, either the tour has ended or he's filling in uh, for Pantera right now for for Dimebag. Hmm. So yeah, that's some fun facts. Oh, right. should we just should we just start off with "Ain't No Sunshine"? Then I take it is that where we're going? Yeah, who's that? Like okay. Whose selection was this? Whose first song? Uh, Ain't, Sun- Ain't no sunshine was was mine. Um, okay. This is uh, this is some of this is one of his softer songs. Uh, I thought we'd easy guys on in uh, to to Zach Wild here. It was actually one of the very first songs that I, I heard. Uh, two of the my two other songs are the first ones I ever heard from him. Uh, I used to babysit for this guy who uh, was kind of like he was eighteen years older than me. I I was dating. I was dating the babysitter, actually, and he introduced me to uh, Zach Wilde, Ozzy, and a lot of the other really, really big greats, and Ain't No Sunshine was one of the very first songs that he played for me. It's kind of stuck with me, and it's kind of a nicer bit of a softer song out there, so if you guys are ready to be slowly eased into a little bit of Zach Wilde, well, let's go ahead and give it a listen, hey. Yeah, let's roll it. Sunshine when she's gone is not warm when she's away. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone, and she's only gone too long. Getting time she goes away. Wonder if that where she's gone. Wonder if she's gone.
Indian when she's gone. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Only dark days every day. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. And this house just ain't no home. Yeah, I know that was originally by Bill Withers way back yes. in 1971. But I, I think it's nice because when you have an artist like Zach Wild, who's mainly known for his heavy, heavy stuff, he can get soft, he can get sweet. And uh, um, I know that uh, if I would have chose In This River, you know, for Dimebag, I, I may have cried on the show. And <laughs> a lot of people a lot of people know the song. So that's why I chose the Ain't No Sunshine instead. Well, that, that's been a nice, uh, that's been the thing. Let's see if we can get Jared into the field and see if we can get him to shed, shed a tear. So. Uh, but if you guys uh, check your Discord, that is the lineup of, of Zach Wild songs. Uh, so you know I what's, what's, what's you. in the in the chamber here. Because, yeah, uh, how do you feel about Ain't No Sunshine, Eric? How do you feel about it? It was a good cover. I, I like the original version, the Bill Withers version. My first actual experience with it was the... I don't know if you guys remember the video game Dante's Inferno. It was on PS3. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There was uh, an advert that was like a like a promo for the show that used the Bill Withers version of the song. I'm like, man, this song kicks ass. <laughs> so yeah, I, I like I like the original. I like this cover version. It was good, and it was a good video game. Although it got like stuck like halfway through, and I couldn't pass it. And I was like <laughs> really annoyed, but yeah, good song. You know, I, I was kind of surprised. Yeah, Bill Withers, obviously. I know we, we all talked about that, but like, there's so many other great Bill Withers songs that kind of lend themselves to being covered. I think uh, Use Me is a great one that I think gets covered a lot with varying levels of success. This one also gets covered a lot also with varying levels of success. This one I liked. Um, I like their particular version of this. I like the double harmony. It's kind of like that Southern rock take uh that like that you should find kind of like the band or one of these ones where it's not quite southern rock but they're right kind of on the border on or the on cusp. the yeah right on the periphery of jam rock I, I i really really liked it uh like deep purple like maybe not total we're here but at least we love it but like more of that same kind of vein definitely yeah definitely in that kind of vein i really really like this one i think it's it's as far as covers go what you're looking for is i think um Gosh, you, you can't say you're looking for sincerity. You can't shoot for sincerity. Sincerity is a byproduct of authenticity, I think. And I think that's what I, I like in this one is this particular version is is very authentic. And it, it gets it gets into uh, uh, the feels of it a little bit more. This is a very, uh, um, again, kind of showing his range. I, I know we, we've talked about all about the metal history, but the range to go from from this soft to to hard rock is is kind of amazing. Would you would you call that a Spanish guitar that he had in the middle there that 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 little bit of a Spanishy kind of guitar or what would you call that that little solo that he had there? Would you? It was it was like mm -hmm. a uh, like a little flamenco sounding to me. Yeah, like yeah, I I just thought that was cool. Like 
you know, like like Mark was saying, it's just it's it's a deviation from what he normally does, but it's a great deviation. So, yeah, agreed. I like that we kicked off the way that we did. Okay. All right. So, uh, so the next one is going to be a Mark selection. Is that how you guys? Yep. Did we uh, up? Yep. Mark, you want to tell us about Tears of December? Bob? Yes, Tears of December. Now, this is a good one. So now we're going to go. Uh, so we we saw some of him going outside of his his usual genre, and then we see his his uh, his solo work, which is a, definitely a departure. So the solo work does have some hard stuff, but it does definitely does kind of explore the blues, uh, the bluesy kind of rock side. Um, like I said, uh, very much in my mind, this is like a, kind of a carryover from like Warren Haynes. Uh, Deep Purple. Um, I think the band had still been around if, if they hadn't lost uh, uh, the main guy. Like I think this is the kind of sound that would be here today. And I and I think his solo effort shows a lot of that throughout his own throughout both of his solo efforts. A lot of it is just kind of like trying to explore other genres and kind of explore where his work wants to go. Uh, Tears of December is, is just a really good one. I, I can't wait for this one to, to play for you guys. Uh, this kind of shows another side, and but yet kind of calls back to what he's known for. Uh, here's Tears of December. This is one of his solo efforts. Yeah. 
said the thing. He said the thing. He said the name of the song in the song. I love when they yeah. do that. <laughs> well, my thing was I like when like the yeah 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 said yeah 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 in one of the songs, and also oh. the hold steady say the name of their band in the song. It's like very frequently people say the name of the song in the song. That's not as impactful, but it's still cool. If it it feel it felt that way to me, Eric. <laughs> it's like Eric totally discounted my thought. I'm like, I'm like, dude, it all makes sense. Dude. Eric goes, No, you're just looking at your hand. No, no, it's all right. <laughs> no, it's all right. You've seen it before. Don't no worries. <laughs> no, see, like if he was to say in one of his songs, he'd be like, Zach Wiles. And then he'd be like, He did it, he did the <laughs> thing. Then it's the Leo meme. The song, like, oh. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, the reason why I picked this one, it, it's definitely a slower one, but this is this. What's great about this one is almost like uh, this guy. A, a lot of rock guys, right near the end, want to go, or as they're switching genres, like they want to go to the country scene. They're usually trying to go to the more the upbeat, more mainstream one. Like this guy is choosing to go across town to go to like the East Nashville scene, like the scene that birthed the Black Keys and stuff like that. It's almost this alt country Americana kind of vibe. Again, kind of in the same vein of the band or Warren Haynes, or if you wanted a, a more reasonable, uh, more current, uh, comparable would be like Government Mule. Like this very, not even, it's hard to say Southern style. It's almost like it's Creedence CCR kind of influence kind of rock band, a modern take on that. But again, another slowdown song. But here we are again in East Nashville for, for, <laughs> for a guy who, who made his bones with Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like uh, I get where you're coming from, like a southern but contemporary. It's like uh, we drink our moonshine from champagne glasses. Yeah. Thank you very much. Not yeah. straight from the jug. <laughs> how, how dare you be it's so like you uncultured? Have, <laughs> you have to have a little nice mixture. <laughs> I mean, I like Tears of December because like it's it's always nice. Like when Mark is saying, like you go from that heavy, just, you know, just you're down dirty in the grimy mud, you know, in the mosh pits doing your thing. And then all of a sudden he's like, all right, guys, I love your faces. You know, what we're going to end here because uh, I love you all. And then he hits him with like tears of December, you know, or in this river, ain't no sunshine. And it's just you're you're put out on a good note. And I, I like that he has the range and he's not just that one note character, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is a really good representation so far of the things that you would not typically think of Zach Wilde being like. So, I mean, I, I'm kind of wondering what else we've got in the queue so the next one is a jared song again yeah what is this uh, a more prototypical zach wild or are we continuing down the path of no. on the fringes no no we, we we are very much about to dive into a mosh pit ladies and gentlemen <laughs> we are about to say hello to our lord and savior uh zach and wild uh this song is called bleed for me it, it comes from his time when he was with black label society uh this is off their 1919 eternal album the the cover is a he's got a fascination with skulls for some reason and it's like the the old school medical skulls where like things are sectioned off and doing uh, looking there and then on the cover it it basically looks like World War One when the tanks were first rolled out when you're about to get into the shit and uh, this is uh, like I know I told the, the story about how I fell in love with Metallica right Sad but True was one of the first songs I heard Bleed for Me was the second song I've ever heard by Zach Wild. Uh, besides the other one that's coming up, fired up, and this just tickled me pink on the insides, and just made me uh, made me all warm and fuzzy, and and gave me the feeling that I needed to, uh, you know, burst through a wall and scream, "Oh yeah!" So, <laughs> I, 
I, I guess let's <laughs> let's dive. You know, let's cock lock, ready to rock, and just dive into it, right, boys? Just like Kool Aid Man. Yeah, let's do it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wait, no, that's Macho Man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
It ends very abruptly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah. yeah. But yeah, definitely uh, a different approach from the first two that we've heard. I mean, it seemed like he was, uh, this must have been like right after or in between him still doing stuff with Ozzy because it, especially at the beginning, it seemed like he was patterning, patterning his <laughs> vocals more like Ozzy. It, yeah. Whereas like you, you seem like in Tears of December and Ain't No Sunshine where he's like definitely doing his own unique voice whereas this one sounds more like i'm gonna try to emulate ozzy as <laughs> right I, I mean that's what i got out of it. yeah i i feel like it, it does have a bit of like dude played with ozzy for freaking ever right so obviously he's gonna have some influence but sure. that callback to you know 1919 eternal the, the album it, it very much looks like world war one world war two i feel like it's you know the air raid siren everything's about to kick off everything's to start the, the lyrics are literally, I'll dig a, hoe and, dig a hole and bow my head to see you smile, I'd face my death. Realms of fear, they speak the truth. What what has passed, I hand to you. It sounds like a dude in the trenches of World War One, right? You, you dig a hole, you hope to God you, the shell blows up above ground, and that you're mm. deep enough in the hole that you don't have to worry about it. And it's, it's great, it's lovely, and, you know, if you hear a lot of the stories about the front lines... There was just that little bit of moment of chaos, and then everything else was kind of silent, much like his little, uh, little solo that they have there. It's just, it's quick, it's chaotic, it's boom, they're done. And I, I do like how he patterns the beginning off of it, but I imagine it's more of an air raid siren that, hey, hell, hell is about to start, boys. So, that's my first of all, I love the air raid siren. <laughs> I love an air raid. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> I love Famously, the air raid. Yes. Famously <laughs> yep. love the air raid. No, I, I, you know, I, now I know I'm getting too old for, for some genres. Cause like, I'm like, I like this, but I'm like, about like, I think two minutes. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm like, now I just feel stressed out. <laughs> like this is definitely not. Yeah. I, I, you can tell that this, this is, it's not just hard rock. Cause I think hard rock, you can just kind of goes with the flow. This is definitely metal metal ish. I think Jared, you would agree with that. Like this is, and I think you're right. This is yes, like sir. my first Aussie song that, or like, this is like my next Aussie song is like, uh, it very, very, very sounds influenced. I was going to say not so much by black Sabbath, but specifically by Aussie solo work, very, mm -hmm. very, uh, influenced by that. And I, I liked it. I, it was just like, in my age, especially now, especially with next week, I'm turning what I'm turning 40, this is 2023 so 43 wow. i'm like yeah i know and now i'm like i'm like this just makes me anxious i don't want to <laughs> i was like i want to be calm i'm already anxious i don't need that but you no know, it's, it's still a cool song i wouldn't listen to my in my in my like my own playlist but yeah i, I know enough that to know that this is it's it's metal but it's of the better variety than what you normally hear yeah, it's definitely more melodic metal, too, because you can mm -hmm. understand a lot of, like, his vocals. It's not just, like, kind of the scream or the, the guttural, just, like, I'm making mouth noises and you got to interpret whatever you want to interpret. <laughs> and it's not, like, thrash where it's just, like, I mean, it's definitely more melodic. So I think. Uh... Mm -hmm. But definitely hard charging and moving forward. Just very, very. Air raid, man. Yeah, air raid. You can't keep, stop keep the air raid. Down the field. <laughs> go big or go home, boys. That's that's how it's done. Hey. <laughs> All right. So the next one is a Mark selection, then correct? Yep. It is. Yeah, uh, this... Evil ways. Oh, sorry. Evil ways is is uh, another great song. Uh, really interesting one. I think we're gonna go. It, it doesn't. It's not quite as hard as this one. I think. I think we've touched the very top of of hard rock. Mm. Uh, and I and I think we're gonna. We're going to come down a little bit before we go right back up again is, <laughs> is going to be my spoiler. 
but Evil Ways, I think, is an interesting one. I think I, I want you guys to hear this one, and and then we'll open up the conversation afterwards because I, I don't want to have an interpretation of it, but I, I don't want to spoil your own interpretation or color your own. So uh, let's listen to Evil Ways. All right, so Mark was feeling too anxious, so he needs to dial it back. <laughs> yes, right. I'm like, <laughs> this would be Jared's in the car. He's playing all his all his metallic, and I'm like, all right, let, how about a uh, how about some ACDC and then we'll move it down the dial and no. then before you know it, we're listening to Smash Mouth and he's loving it. No, you, if, if I'm driving and you're in my Jeep, sir, you are either in the back seat or you don't touch the radio at all. Oh, never touch a, a, a Jared man's radio. <laughs> never never, wow. never touch another man's radio unless they give you unless they hand you the aux cord and say, hey, dial it up, man. That's that's when you that's when you come out to shine. Is it? I mean. This is like the urinal standing rule, right? Like you, you wouldn't touch the radio. Like I would never do that. Well, you were just saying that you you touched my radio, where we got to bring it down to Smash Mouth. Well, yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah, I would ask permission first. I'd be like, "Hey, man!" Or the only thing it would be if if you played a if if you play Bon Jovi, that I'm I'm gonna then I will. I'll be like I'm I'll be like I'm like I'm like no, this is this is over now. (laughs) <laughs> this, I, I've done that several times in the car. I'm like, I'm like, no, we're, we're, no, we can't do that. I, <laughs> Sorry. I, I have to ask you guys. Remember when Apple t- uh, joined forces with Bon Jovi or whatever, and they forced that one album onto your iPod? You too. That was you too. Oh, you too. Yeah, okay, you too. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know how long I spent trying to get that album off my fucking playlist. <laughs> I was like, get it the fuck out. What is this? How did it get on here? What was going on? And that's when I found out. So trust me, if, if, if it was Bon Jovi, I would do everything <laughs> in my power to scrub it from my memory of my phone. So I mean, Mark famously did try to... Oh, you also joined the You episode. That's another one that we missed. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. You, you were going to talk about You too, and you're like, I can't even find six songs that I like from them. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I think I think at least, I don't know, Bon Jovi, yeah, like, you, you can't listen to too much of them, but there's a couple of those songs just like, yeah, I'm embarrassed to like it, but it still kind of holds up. Like, you too is just like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I can't really get on board with it. I, I like the country one with, with, with the you can't go home. I still like that. When I hear that one. I'm like, ah, I'm like, I'm going to forgive this as Bon Jovi. But the rest yeah. of it, like when I hear like uh, uh, living on a prayer. No gone i'm like I mean, i'm like no like no it's also because his kid went to notre dame so i, I have, oh. to have a little bit of a soft spot for him like and he played on the football team too as a walk-on so you know have to have a little bit of give him a free pass but no more but anyway i'm sorry to take it up no we're, no we're gonna listen no. to evil ways evil ways yeah i don't want to color your guys' opinions evil ways and we'll come back and we'll talk about It's gone straight to my head I see the pain shall come And it shall go up and once in You ain't living for no God, no You be living for the dollar sign I see a frown upon your maker's face You shall
girl's eyes A smile comes upon your face I break and cry Well, nothing seems to matter In the end, what you're doing it for To see a trail of twisted, broken souls Across the did what limp biscuit did how dare you what (laughs) no just what what? the heavy metal the heavy metal to the super super soft stuff (laughs) but at least this shit's good though (laughs) you did not like limp biscuit i mean now that we've had the 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 gift of time to look back and can we not be a little forgiving what I think yeah, it's even more cringe now that any oh of yeah. <laughs> really yeah because I think at the time that was like just so prevalent just like yeah these are kind of bangers but then it's like now that you know more about like Fred Durst and what of a shitbag he was and now like what what, what did yeah, Fred Durst do oh uh, what didn't he do look it up if you want to have your yeah it's okay. pretty yeah he's got a another. Hashtag canceled. All right, I'll look it up. I yeah. just, I know him. I know him for. I just. I remember Limp Biscuit was like just heavy, heavy, and then they're just like, "Hey, we're gonna put out Green Eyes or whatever." And it was just like an album full of soft shit. And you're like, "What did you do, boys? Like, why would you do that? Like, come on." Now. That, 
that guitarist, though, Wes Borland, was another one that, like, obviously couldn't give Zach Wilde a run for his money in terms of, like, uh, shredding ability, but Wes Borland was a fucking monster mm-hmm. guitarist. He was awesome. Yeah. Wasn't he the guy? He He's the one who left, right? Yeah. After, yeah, he was the one who was like, this genre of music is dead. And then he left. It was like, he decided not only leave the band, but leave the whole entire scene. Like, fuck this. Uh, I, 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 I like this one, but my, my question for you was, when you hear this song and, you, and you, you read the lyrics, see, in my mind, he's talking about himself. I, I don't think he's talking about an external thing or person. Uh, I wanted to get your take on that. Eric, you seem like more introspective for as opposed to a guy who doesn't even remember what he said last week. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't have the benefit of having the lyrics in front of me because you guys didn't let me know what songs they were. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I think it uh, it checks out. I mean, well, I mean, it sounds like it's more uh, talking about himself than uh, extrapolating out onto anybody else. One of the uh, one of the things that happened to Zach Wild here, I uh, I know I was reading it, was he was uh, in August two thousand nine. He was actually hospitalized due to blood clots and subsequently forced to cancel his tour with Mudvayne and Static X at the time. But after he was hospitalized for the blood clots, like dude, just stop drinking alcohol. As is is what mm-hmm. it was saying here. Um, and then also like uh, looks like he kind of went on some like other, like he he promotes Death Wish coffee, which is kind of funny, but like seriously like to have blood clots and then just like just go yeah i'm done drinking like i remember sad but true from metallica i know it's dumb that i go back to it all the time but like james has always been hospitalized like he's he's gone on little sober trips where he tries to get better and you're right it it definitely sounds like his evil ways aka drinking might have been something that he wrote the song absolutely Mm -hmm. about Mm-hmm. yeah definitely exactly. i i think it's more internally looking you know what's funny about this this was uh this wasn't even supposed to be on that this was the japanese bonus track for for this particular album for book of shadows so uh, th- that one of the better ones was almost never came to light just because of getting lost in the mix so it's, it's always really interesting whenever there's like the japanese bonus track or the blah 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 bonus track it's always like mm-hmm. sometimes you're really surprised you're like Sometimes you know why you're like, this is why this is the bonus track. Because someone was like, fuck this. Like, <laughs> but we have it. I guess let's put it in there. But sometimes it's like really, really good or something, just a little offbeat of everything else. And it doesn't mm-hmm. fit in with the rest of it, but it's kind of better than what's around it. And I think that's definitely the case with, with Book of Shadows. It's all right. But I think that this song definitely stands head and shoulders above everything on that on that solo effort. And I've always been thrown by that too, because like Garbage has done that. And also Lana Del Rey, well, they'll have like entire unreleased um, albums where it's just like, these songs are fucking awesome. How did these (laughs) not make the cut? Like Lana Del Rey, especially like she's got a couple of different albums of like unreleased stuff, which is like, and she's so prolific where she comes out with stuff constantly. And it's like, these songs are awesome. This totally would have fit with the theme of the album. How did this not make it? Like this is better than three quarters Mm -hmm. of the song that's uh, songs on the album. Like I don't understand it. So yeah, for that one to be kind of just like, yeah, that's because that was a great song. And it's like for him to think like, yeah, it doesn't really fit with the rest. Of yeah, this. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, 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 the, the best Katy Perry songs I've ever heard were on a, a, a an LP for one of her regular hits. And it was black and gold. Gosh, I can't remember the other one. Uh, but just the, these two cover songs, I was like, wow, those are really better than the other stuff that's on there. And Teenage Dream is like full of hits. So, I mean, it's. It's unbelievable what kind of gets left on the on the cutting room floor, especially when you think about those those bigger albums. 
Mm-hmm. And usually someone is like usually what at 20 trying to get down to 10 or at 30 trying to get down to 10. You're trying to stay yeah. in that area. It, it, you just wonder, like when you see some of these double albums, like how many songs are out there just from that same session? And are, right. are they half formed? Are they all formed? Are they just totally not being used? It, it really makes you wonder. That's why I want to live in Japan. A lot of like Kit Kat, they try so many different flavors there, right? Like just it, it seems like they're just a, a, a place of just bountiful everything, you know, and and that's <laughs> what that's what I would like is, you know, yeah, I love those unreleased tracks like uh, uh, Kill Switch Engage. They put out uh, the B side to Atonement. And there's like three songs on the B side where I was like, why the fuck is this not on the A side? <laughs> you know, like these are yeah. awesome fucking songs. So. <laughs> Well, Eric said that he would move to Japan. He said he would move to Japan for a year if he had to. I would not move to Japan. Jared, you seem like a guy who would move to Japan for a year. I would. I would definitely. Dude, I almost learned sign language for a girl that hadn't even responded to me. I would absolutely (laughs) move to Japan. He's moving to Japan. Yeah. He's like, I think I told. He's already doing. I I think the the list is very short of what Jared would not do for a piece of ass. (laughs) I mean, even if it wasn't for a piece of ass, I mean. As an American, as a white male who is six foot tall in that country, I like I would be a primo meat. Like even that's basically <laughs> yeah. still for piece of ass. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Jared, what the hell? Uh, whatever. Hey, could I'll, you I'll, give, I'll... could you give one non sexual reason for going to Japan? Uh, yeah, their culture. Okay, just, just their playing culture. Like if they're sick, they don't come into work. Um, if they being are being submissive to men. <laughs> no, no, like yeah. <laughs> if you want like one unsexualized thing, like the Japanese are very very considered peoples right like if they if they feel like they're sick they'll wear a mask they've been doing it for years you know if they are sick they just don't come to work or they tell their boss they're working from home um you know they are very pro mental health very pro like uh you know just kind of like take care of yourself so you can take care of your work here and i just i like that culture of how they do things over there yes there are a lot of submissive things about them but it's it's not for that it's they're you know very you know i i like that about them so I've always found it dumb. I mean, like when Tiffany would come to the office and she's got the flu and you're like, all right, fuck, everybody's going to get the flu now. And I hated that. <laughs> I absolutely hated that. So I think with all of our B side talk though, I did come up with another um, bonus episode that we have. To oh, nice. Shit. B sides. <laughs> I mean, yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jared, you're the worst. Nah, it's all good. But if you want to hear about the worst, uh, this is not the worst song by Zach Wild. Uh, this is called Fire It Up. That was a horrible transition. Ah, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, this was off of their uh, Mafia album. Uh, basically, this song is exactly what you think it is about, firing you the fuck up. Um, the music video that goes along with it is very odd and weird. It's supposed to be like about the apocalypse or whatever. Um the the tape the the music video that it was shot with was was kind of odd but it is it is brilliant it is absolutely brilliant i don't know i don't i don't know what else to say about the song other than it's it's great have either of you heard it before or no No? not the not to the best of my knowledge well then cool why don't we just uh fire it fire it up (laughs) yeah all right i'm gonna stop talking now
love the fade out. I love the fade out. I love the head banging. I love it all. Inject <laughs> gasoline into my veins, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. File entertainment. Overdone. That's it. Call it a night. I, wow. I, I, I... I feel like we're working in a mechanic shop, and I'm the one guy who's like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Is this guy going to play his shit all fucking day? Where's the, where's the Kelly Clarkson? Yeah. I, I think I want to hear that one girl's uh, being an edgelord with her shitty Kelly uh, Clarkson song. Yeah, so uh, I was going to ask, as Jared, you were headbanging along to the song. Do the birds ever headbang? Have they like noticed your behavior and started emulating you? And uh, started... yeah, I'll will send you a video here. Uh, but I was listening to some <laughs> Dr. Dre yesterday, and uh, we were bebopping around the house, and they were bebopping right with me. So yeah, they, they'll, they'll they were dropping before. the hard R's. Or... Yeah, 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 they were definitely <laughs> yeah. Helios. Man, Helios is like, I'm just saying, he he he. He listens to a lot of Gavin McGinnis. I'm just saying, watch out for him. He, he knows he he doesn't just listen to the regular ones. He listens too deep one. He's like he thinks Ben Shapiro's a pussy. He's that he's that conservative. Yeah, Helios Helios can get he gets because like when I get excited, he gets excited as you obviously can tell. Um, but yeah, like they'll they'll headbang with me. He'll he'll, he'll bob. He'll do that. That's he's, awesome. He gets a little. And he's excited. always. He's always bitching about Antifa. I mean, just saying, <laughs> keep an eye on that bird. Remember, birds aren't real. They're uh, secret government recording devices. They might be. They might be. I love. Uh, I love how you had to delete my Trump uh, gift, though. Yeah, definitely. Could, could, I because Jared said he sent me a text saying that he failed with his transition. I said, "No, buddy, you're a, a rock star." And then he sends me some Trump thing, and I'm like, "No, yeah, I have to delete that." I you know it. Know. I know it. Everybody knows it. <laughs> so uh zach wild was emulating uh not only ozzy there but also sounded like uh soundgarden's chris cornell yeah up. it did it, it, that could totally be a soundgarden song like if it, if it just a, a little modern updated it would be like almost be the same thing one thing i love too is that he uh he wears kilts as well too like i, I found a couple of videos where he uh he wears kilts when he's rocking out on stage but I love this song because it's just solely there to like pump you the fuck up. And then that guitar, that, that solo that he does in the middle, that little, that little whale that he does, that is, you, you can tell that whale anywhere, everywhere. You're like, Oh, that's Zach Wilde on the guitar. That is a hundred percent him. And that's why I like this is it's, it is a mashup of a couple different artists, but he throws that little signature Zach boy in there and just, Oh yes, sir. All day, every day. I still like, wish that he went with the super meta thing of like saying Zach Wild. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been really uh, uh, to Jared's point, just like like Ted Nugent, he definitely has his own flourishes in his guitar playing that you know, like, oh, this is this is that dude. This is how you know that's that guy. Mm -hmm. Carlos Santana has that only the best of the best. You could listen to something, you'd be like, Oh yeah, that that guy was definitely playing on that. Slash has that ability too, I think. The yeah. same kind of thing. And he's definitely got a signature and it's definitely on that song. For sure, I, it's almost like that's that's his version of Stranglehold, which is like another like straight up just a rock and kick ass song to just be a rock and kick ass song. No, no commentary needed. Just yeah, just pump you the fuck up, like Jared said. Well, what about this turn you down stuff? Are we are we are we transitioning back down into the soft land, or are we we sticking, oh, no. sticking hardcore here? Uh, uh, me, Mark Hammond, host of the Evil Mark Show. I, I, I've stumped. Not only as a file and entertainment listener, 
as a guest who's been here in Alec Baldwin number of times. Uh, I, I've stumped and I've stumped and I've stumped and I've still stumped until we moved officially moved to season three, but for a file entertainment gone country. So in preparation for that, I want to give you this song. This has Zach Wilde. It has other country artists. This is a country song, but there is nothing more American. There's nothing more American than like pickup trucks, American flags, light domestic beer, foreign made blue jeans, uh, mud crickets and bro country let's face it hip-hop is for basically black people now uh and, and there's not enough molly to really enjoy a modern electronic music and regular pop music is just white people doing hip-hop poorly what do bros have left all they have left is bro country this is what it all boils down to bro country is did it's you, one of our did you write an excerpt for this <laughs> I wrote down some ideas. <laughs> he wrote he he wrote an excerpt. All right, all right. Bro, country, we have to hold it close. This it's a fragile thing right now. It's it's a little baby bird, and we have to nurse this thing back to health, or it will die in our hands. And and knowing that, having that in our hearts, and just loving a good time. I love a good bro country song, and this is. One of the better ones. This one's got Zach Wilde. It's got Hardy. It's got Morgan Wallen. If we ever do go country, you damn sure going to hear some Morgan Wallen. We'll get a little bit of them right now. Uh, but this is that song. This is Turn You Down. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> And runs like a kazoo vine in my family tree That preacher said it'll be my death But I can't quit you for the life of me When you walk in ten out of ten Times out of ten I'm a hell of a mess I want to taste your cooking I know I shouldn't But girl, I must confess Like a tall sip of Jack and Coke Sweet side of mine on the radio Colorado left and cigarette smoke When you turn me on I just can't turn you down Like a damn good time Stirring up a dust devil dirt Yeah. 
<laughs> Great. Uh, I mean, the guitar playing, yeah, excellent. <laughs> the lyrics, honestly, lyrics weren't that bad. I just like the the delivery. I just, I, I don't know. It's just too twangy. I just can't. That's what <laughs> that's what really throws me with a lot of country. And it's just like you guys can craft a song. I'll give you that. Like, I mean, some of the stuff just goes together, but then they're like, never and I just no, no, no. I no. I don't know if I want to call this a Zach Wild song. I it's don't. his name's on there. It, his, it, it's his name it's is on no- there. The 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 flow of the song, the music of the song, is a hundred percent Zach Wild. Like I can see how he influenced, and I guarantee the drummer had a real good time with this. <laughs> but I don't think I can call it Zach Wild, Mark. Well, I'll I'll tell you who can, and I'll will easily defend this. This will be very short because if you pull up Zach Wild as an artist on Spotify, so it, it'll always list the top five songs that people play for that particular artist this is number one song for zach wild that people are that actually play so if you if you wanted to play a zach wild song on spotify then this would be the first one that you'd run into and it would wow. be the best one he's not because <laughs> it has 26 million nine hundred nine thousand four hundred seventy four plays i mean that's it's, just that and yeah then, it's 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 awesome because it's awesome <laughs> the next best one is 18 million um that's a pretty big disparity there but then again if if we look at uh look at his time with black label uh 62 million uh 20 million and 17 million so yeah but this is this is like i i, I well first of all you hear a lot of like shitty guitar in most modern country oh, yeah. like it's great that he's there like really cranking it up so the the guitar part is actually usually you're just like yeah we got to get through this to get back to talking about what we normally talk about but like he actually makes guitar part really really great in this song and this is what i love about it because it's 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 your it's just like your it's a modern slice of 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 pop fluff but and it hits all the high points but the guitar part really kicks ass because it's yeah the musicality behind that song and fucking shredded and like i said the lyrics aren't that bad it's just a delivery i don't know who was doing the main singing on that that was morgan wallen morgan wallen and and another gentleman uh yeah mainly there's another (laughs) there's another guy that's just like uh, i mean the the songs aren't that bad but like megan listens to him and it's just like who chris stapleton no, I, I like him. He's he's good. Um, there's another. I think it's and something. Eric, I think is his name. Uh, Eric. Eric Church. His I fucking hate his voice with a passion. <laughs> he sucks. He sucks ass. Complete ass. Eric, Eric Church, Church. You listen. You fucking blow. <laughs> Eric Church. Oh man. They, they, they I no, like no. they. It was almost like they had to like throw in the lyrics and be like, look, this is technically collab- collaboration, Zach. We can't just have you there. Like they had to turn his his guitar down. Like he's almost relegated to like a background sound because he's so good. And um... was that intentional? <laughs> the song has turned you down. Did you say we have to turn your guitar down? Oh no, no, no! I just I noticed that in the background where I was like, dude, he sounds like a background guitar here because like if if you were just like, hey Zach, we'll let you play at normal ten like you normally do. You know, here's twelve because that's what your amp goes up to. Like yeah, they had to turn him down. I would have loved if that was the reason for the name of the song. We got to turn, we gotta turn his yeah. guitar down. That's the name of the song. Good. <laughs> and, and, and you know, as far as the the affect to the voice, I will give you that. Especially with modern country, there's very much a. But we see this a lot with hip hop. Like when you when you talk to a lot of these guys, even the the more crazier guys, like 
this is more normal guys or a lot of them are really carrying this this weird quasi tennessee accent to like absolute extreme which is it is what it is this is a this twang is a nashville thing that they all kind of pick up because i can't stand it like chris good singer good songwriter uh luke combs is another one good singer Mm. good songwriter that that i was like i can actually tolerate listening to that eric church definitely not one of them morgan (laughs) wallen's like yeah maybe he might be able to craft a song but it's like dude learn how to actually fucking sing and not just like this is what everybody wants to hear so i'm gonna sing like this like, i think with morgan wilds the slower ones go better he definitely he's got he he he's kind of interesting because he's he's got that and then he's got the hip-hop kind of cadence too so he's got the weird accent and then the same hip-hop cadence that's why they're like oh that's why he's the second cup <laughs> <laughs> Final Entertainment Gone Country. Still stumping for it. Still stumping yeah, for it. We, I already agreed to it. Okay. I mean, because, uh, yeah, uh, Jake already had his pledge. You brought it up. and uh, I, yeah. my, my thought is Jake Jake could bring the, the six of the the alt country, and I could bring six of the mainstream country. And you can you can definitely see if you fall on the, the, the Nashville side or the East Nashville side, because <laughs> there's two definitely different schools of thought in, in country music right now. Yeah, so we already agreed to do it. So, okay, we'll have to figure that out. But uh, we're not quite there yet. Does anybody have any follow, uh, like, final wrap-up stuff for Zach Wilde, or are we ready to move into my artist? I, I think Zach Wilde has kind of shown that, like, he can run the gamut from, from not only the slow – to the more ballady stuff, to Americana, to even contributing on just making a current genre even better with just the addition of his guitar and and how he sets up the song structures. This is a guy who can do pretty much everything, and I think this is a guy who's going to get a lot more attention as his career moves forward, as he branches out into more things, uh, rather than he's going to be known for, for his heavy metal work, which is going to be amazing because his heavy metal work is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I agree with all that. Jared? Killed heavy metal Aussie. All that needs to be said. <laughs> I, 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 lo- I love the man. He's 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 a great musician, and he uh, he he's blessed my ears uh, with with turning down the volume of my ears because I can no longer hear uh, many many things because of guns, jets, and possibly all the heavy metal I've listened to. So <laughs> the VA doesn't need to know about that. <laughs> Well, good thing you've got it on record now. So, yeah. all right. Moving on then to our artist, uh, or my artist. Uh, the Zootons are an English indie rock band formed in 2001 in Liverpool, taking their name from Captain Beefheart's magic band guitarist, Zoot Horn Rolo. Wait, 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 wait. Pause X, pause X. What did you just say? I Captain was speaking Beefheart? English. The Zootons, <laughs> Eng- English rock band. Formed in Liverpool in 2001, taking their name from Captain Beefheart's magic band guitarist, Zoot Horn R- Rollo. That is not an English sentence, but okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> the band are currently composed of singer, songwriter, and guitarist Dave McCabe, drummer Sean Payne, and keyboardist saxophonist Abby Harding. They released their debut album, Who Killed the Zootons, in May 2004 and achieved chart success with Why Won't You Give Me Your Love and Valerie, both taken from their second studio album, Tired of Hanging Around, in 2006. Both singles reached number nine in the UK singles chart. 
The band quietly disbanded in 2009, several months after they released the third studio album, You Can Do Anything, in June 2008 with no official announcement. They ultimately reunited in September 2016 for a one-off show billed as, quote, probably the last ever, end quote, in remembrance of their friend, actor, and former Trap Attack frontman Christian Ely. But then the band remained in contact, and in November of 2018, they announced a spring 2019 tour to commemorate and perform their debut album, uh, yeah, this is a band that like Z is hard to come up with, guys. So <laughs> this is a band, and the very first song that I came up with, uh, I actually heard on one of the EA Sports video games. Um, it's called Pressure Point, and I, I heard it first on on that baseball game, and I'm like, man, this is a banger of a song. And there was actually quite a few really good songs that were on that baseball soundtrack it's pretty great when like a uh, video game soundtracks can come up with was, songs that are pretty good so was that the one with all the all-american reject song on it i don't think so the bravery oh, okay. or was on it i think um oh, i can't even remember the name of the song but there was a lot of good songs that were on that uh on that game that introduced me to this band and i was like okay i guess well, that was them. I was like, okay, we'll start there. And um, it wasn't really a struggle, I'll say. Like, it wasn't as hard to come up with six Zutan songs as it was, like, six Quinn songs. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's at least that. But, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, these are uh, varying degrees uh, of success and um, likability. But I will start off with one that I think hopefully everyone can genuinely get behind if you guys don't like this i'm afraid it's gonna get a lot worse let's <laughs> gonna listen to the zutons pressure point
can get this pressure pouring out of my head. You can get this pressure pouring out of my head. I'm feeling in work, you know I'm feeling in bed. Can't get this pressure pouring out of my head. Jared hates it. <laughs> yeah, that like, if there's a way to like do the ah, oh, he said the thing or he said the name. Uh, that's not how you do that, like at all. Because uh, I'm sick of the uh, pressure. <laughs> all right, pressure point uh, was the first single to be released from their debut album, "Who Killed the Zutons." The music video was used in the PSP demo disc. The single was featured in several Levi's commercials in 2004 and 2005. Oh, oh and here it is, and in the EA Sports video game MVP Baseball 2005. The single peaked at number 19 on the UK singles chart in January 2005, and was the band's first chart appearance to date. Pressure Point is the band's only chart hit in the United States peaking at number 29 on the Billboard Hot Modern Rock Tracks chart in 2005. So that was Pressure Point, and Jared already hates it. Mark, what did you think about it? You know, I had never, I've never heard the Zutons before. Like, that that name sounded totally foreign to me. I thought this was another, like, a Jared-ish, like, really, really obscure. Like, I was like, I've, I was like, I've never even run across that name in my entire life. So this is all <laughs> brand new to me. So when you explain their background, I'm thinking like, oh, gosh, it's an English thing. <laughs> so they're going to be foreign. How foreign are they going to be? And then the first few notes, I'm like, oh, God, they're they're like a English band that wants to do world music. They, <laughs> they, 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 you know, these damn English, they can't stop their imperialism, even in, even in music. Uh, but I, the first few notes, I was a little scared, but then I got into it. And then it, 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 it kind of grew on me and I, and I kind of got into the groove. It's kind of got like a it's weird that that an English band like this that's modern would have like a post funk, like late seventies feel to it. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I was like, all right. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. I get into this. I can get into this. This is like a little bit of white boy funk, but all right. All right. Yeah. Okay. I I was kind of digging it at the end. I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of, I was kind of shocked how much I liked it based on everything that you had told me at the, at the start, I was like, Oh God, this is going to be terrible. (laughs) (laughs) well i'm I'm glad it didn't uh end up as horrible for you as it was for jared so i it's definitely uh it definitely has a uh its own groove or its own it has its own wavelength i i think this i think this wavelength uh, is uh outside of of jared's uh bandwidth (laughs) just that's it's not outside of my <laughs> bandwidth. It's 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 just like there. The, don't get me wrong. The the instruments are good. The the feel of the song is nice. It's just when songs repeat themselves too much. That's where <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right. Like even Rage Against the Machines, I won't do what you tell me. Like like that song was good until you get to the end where he just he's screaming, "Fuck you! I won't do what you told me." And That's like, the best part. What are you talking like, about? I'm like, I get it. I get it. I get it. You're I, pissed. Uh, yeah, but I understand that. Like there, there's only so many times you can repeat that same phrase before you're like, "Bro, we get it. We get right. it." I I feel you for sure. He's having a moment. It's a, it's a <laughs> dramatic moment. Gosh. <laughs> See, that's that's like the ICP song. 
that like when I saw ICP in concert, right? Uh, they play they 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 finish their set off with "If I Was a Serial Killer," right? It's a great song. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. I mean, that's what you got to bring it home to. And, like you do. Yeah. And, and what happened was they were letting off Fago, you know, covering us in Fago, doing all the good stuff. And they kept the, the tail end going, you know. If I was a serial killer, like, it, they, they played it off, and it was good, and it was in the moment. But they don't do that on their track album, where it's the last minute is him repeating exactly the same thing over and over and over again. <laughs> You're like, great, throw it in the concert when everybody's jamming out and feeling it. I don't need one minute of your three-minute, 15-second song to be pressure, 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 pressure. I was feeling him. I dug it. I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. you're also high right now, so that doesn't count. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, like, uh, keeping with that uh, debut album, so what I did, they had three studio albums, and for my six songs, I chose two songs off of each so you have a nice kind of um i guess span of their discography did, did they so, only have three albums you said right yeah yeah wow mm-hmm. dude that sucks yeah yeah well i don't know i mean they they disbanded in 2009 but then they reunited again so i don't know if they're putting out more stuff but um yeah only three uh released studio albums so um, you said it was for, for unknown reasons right yeah i think they just well there was like uh, I think the Wikipedia article said something about that. Just like they went on this like heavy worldwide tour and yeah, they couldn't handle it. Just either they got sick of each other, like more so than they got <laughs> sick of like playing the music. And maybe the guy got sick of just saying pressure, 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 pressure. Over, yeah. Like, like, I'm not going to say this goddamn word anymore. <laughs> He's like every single day over the course of like 50 shows, I have to say pressure seven thousand million times so i'm not gonna do it anymore all right but also from that debut album the next song is long time coming let's give it a listen
Okay. Was that long, long time, time coming? coming? It was a short time song. What's, what did you guys think of this one? I'm kind of amazed by like how catchy the, the, the music is. Like it's I, cause when you say Zootons, I always think of, you know, dude, where's my car? Sultan, you know, like that, <laughs> that thing that they got going on. And I just, I was kind of like, Oh, this is going to be a cheesy band, but like, no, like it's actually pretty poppy and funky. And I kind of actually like it. It's just, the man doesn't know how to put lyrics together. It's just, he <laughs> finds like a couple group core of words and he's like, yeah, let's go with it. But it's, it's poppy and I, I could see why people like it and I'm I'm starting to feel it. Okay. That's, we might get Jared crying yet. <laughs> I'm not I'm not there, but I'm, I'm liking I'm liking the, the music. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> well like those guys saved my life, man. <laughs> this is this is where you hear this song, okay? You hear this song, like you have a real bougie yuppie friend who's like, hey, there's this brand new place. They do frittatas. We should go to the frittata place. And you're like, what's a frittata? And they tell you, and they're, they're like, it's so fucking great. We'll go there. Awesome. You go to the frittata place. You have it. You still don't know what it is. It's kind of good. It's probably not worth the $20 a plate. And this is what, what plays. And then whatever food that's a culturally part of has nothing to do with what they just gave you. It's, it's, it's an absolute joke. So this is this is where this is the restaurant, the the grift shop, uh, basically an egg <laughs> roll place that, that, that <laughs> where where this music would be playing. It's kind of, it's, I w- I put I wrote down unthreateningly funky, like it's funky, it's clinically funky, like you're hitting all the notes of funk, but there's no soul in any of those notes. It's just like, I'm gonna play funk. For, it's like if a German played you know funk for you, they'd be like I there's there's a thing about funk and jazz. It's got to be, they're hitting all those notes, but there's, there's got to be something gritty to it. This is a little too, I like the funk. It's just missing. It's missing the, the The grit. Yeah. There's just no grit to it at all. It's just very, it's, it's the kind of funk you'd find in a Dockers commercial. It's not the kind of funk you'd find, You you know, Grits would be a good side for that frittata. <laughs> for that frittata, what is a frittata, Derek? You seem like you know what a frittata is. That's like a, it's like a little, it's a flat bread, right? That you put like, like you, it's like a little mini tostada, right? It, it's like an egg thing. Well, that's oh, what okay. I've had. Like that's what I've had. I don't know. I'm not a, an expert on frittatas, but I mean, I've got <laughs> like the, um, like the frozen version of frittatas, which like basically just amounts to like it, it looks like a muffin. But it's an egg with um, with fillings in it, like ham and peppers and whatever. Like, actually, there's a there's an episode called "You Suck at Cooking" that actually shows you how to make a couple different one frittatas. He calls them like egg muffins or something silly. Egg muffins. Yeah. Without well, the milk. Is, isn't it enough to just have just have eggs, have bacon? Have some bread to it. Why, why do we have to? Make you got to fancy it up. You got to make it bougie so that you can charge twenty dollars a plate. So you charge twenty dollars a plate. Zutons in the background. <laughs> Zutons is playing in the background, and I'm going. I'm going. Wait, wait. So I paid twenty dollars for this, and, and I got to pay for the side too. Doesn't come with a side. No, no, no. It's a la carte. Everything is a la carte. Oh, okay. So twenty dollars for this. This one thing right here, and, and I don't. I don't get the the French fries. Look, I don't get the tater I'm not gonna lie. I'd pay extra to be like single, single servings sized. You know, like someone's just like, here you go. Here's your breakfast in in two bites. 
and 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 I'd and they're like normally it costs five dollars, but we'll charge you ten because you know it's it's made made for you. I'd I'd buy that all day every day. I I hate waste. I hate all that stuff. I, I would wait. What that. what are you saying? You you would charge? You would pay double, double? the money for if, yeah. if you got more? If you got the same amount of food but in bigger bites? Like what are you well, no, no, because like you're talking about like it's 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 less, but they charge more because it's less. My okay. whole thing is I'm I'm sick and tired of everything being like like two or three portion sizes, right? If if you're gonna charge me extra, so I can just be like like with like with the, my cheesy deliciousness that when I when I was eating breakfast like an animal right before the episode, it's a single serving, right? I know they're charging me extra because it's a single serving, but I don't mind it because it's I just hit I hit the cook button, it fucking cooks, it put I put it in front of my face, I eat it like a demon, and then that's it. I don't have to worry about anything. No uh, leftovers, should, no nonsense. You should date a woman with a couple of kids, and you'll never have to worry. Everything <laughs> there will not be enough food. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can like, do it, Mark. What you're doing wrong is that you're supposed to get things that are multiple servings and then treat it as a single serving and eat it all like a real fat ass. And then I, that's like you know, I want to things it. wrong. Jared. You're I not want, following the American way. I need. I, I don't want you. I need you, boys. I need you right now. And I need the people of File Entertainment. If I ever get to the point where I need a mobility scooter, shame the absolute fuck out of me so I never have to go there. Like, I know what I used to be capable of. And I used to eat like that where tomorrow didn't matter. Where it was just like, oh, this is supposed to feed three people? Yeah, no, it's it's one of me. And uh, yeah, I. but then again, I was working in a cheese factory and I needed it, right? Please, if I ever get that crazy to where I'm just eating like a family size mac and cheese for myself on dinner, please start shaming me. Okay, I don't need to eat like that. You just no, Eric. I, Eric, you're gonna have to own that because I'm gonna be cheering him on. I'm gonna be the one sending him extra shit. You can do it. <laughs> I mean, no, come no, on. no, Put me no. Pussy. Stouffer's family size. They just that's your family. You and your boys. I mean, yeah. that's a joke. Like that Stouffer's family size lasagna. It's just like, yeah, I could finish that off myself. Like that's this. There's no family that's eating this unless they're like the well, string bean family. You know, like there's no. I I I got the. I well let, let me go grab it. Let me go grab it. Because I'm right here. I'm grab it. It's funny as shit because he's got that fake like virtual background mm. that looks like it's the solar system and he just like walks off and he disappears. It looks like he, he's just like fading off into like He he looks like he's on the set of like some weird Adele video. <laughs> like he's like <laughs> it's so modern and like fancy. Like she's like ah, da, da, da. like she's singing in space and Instead of Adele being there, it's Jared. It's looking, very ethereal. Looking yeah. all famished. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want people to see my real house when I work. But I, I bought some Stouffer's uh, mac and cheese, and, and it's it's called the large size, right? Like I know, I know, thirty-two ounces is like a pound or whatever. And like usually, I'm eating like six, like a half a pound of mac and cheese. Usually, I add a couple extra things to to like get it up there. But like I feel like a real fat ass when they're like, yeah. The regular, you know, I'm like, all right, well, I could get the regular mac and cheese or I could get the large size, you know, and I'm like, God, like your, your normal portions, like it, it's either they're too little or they're too fucking big. So or you're what do you got there? Enough. What do you got there? What, what got, are you holding? The, the Stouffer, oh, I got to turn off the virtual. But I got the Stouffer's. It's it's Stouffer's large size mac and cheese is what I got. Oh, no, that's regular size. What yeah. the hell are you talking about? Large right. size? Yeah. That's, like, it's, that's it's regular a, size. 
That's like true. it says it's a pound and four ounces, but honestly, what it really is is it's really like you know a pound after the food is done, and yeah, yep. See, they're just as pissed off as I am. Yeah, Helios was like, "This is some bullshit." Yeah, <laughs> they call this a large size. I think that's a that's a criminal offense in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> call it a large size and give you just that little tiny portion. It's a yeah. Shame. Especially when you're dealing with things that are cheese related in Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> All right. So next on the docket, it's from their second album, which is Tired of Hanging Around, which was released in 2006. This song. Well, let's see how you guys feel about how does it feel. Now that Jared is a transition. To have lost and not know how to feel anymore And how many times do you have to be cruel To be kind and show feelings the door well, Isn't it strange how much you can change In a year or a minute or more And how can it go from so good to so bad And my soul is no squished on the floor How does it feel? How does it feel? How does it feel? So loose and the sun wants to peel off my skin And how can I laugh when my mouth is held back And I'm struggling now just to grin I hold myself up till I run out of luck While the world carries on in a spin And now it's so real and it's paying off well Cause my feelings are letting me in How does it
how does it feel to be a one note band? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. No, I mean, two times. Wow. It, it was a good it song. It, it was a good song. I liked how, like, he, like, I feel it's kind of like the first half of the song was copy pasted in the second half of the song. But then again, I know what Bleed for Me was. I'm not going to lie. You know, the chorus was the same thing four times over. But, like, it's kind of a cool introspective song. And again, instrumentally song is amazing. I like it. It's got a lot of poppy sounds and a lot of great, great, great parts. It just, I'm not completely hundred percent sold on the Zootons, but I will give them, I'll give them a a, a thumb. I mean, fair. They, they, they were my selection as well. And I'm not even really that sold on them, but I mean, trust me in what I'm telling you that these are the the best six songs (laughs) that they have in their discography. But I I do like um, the lyrics of this one um, because it's, it's very uh, visual. It calls into a mind very good with, like metaphor and analogy he says how can i move when the ground is so loose and the sun wants to peel off my skin and how can i laugh when my mouth is held back and i'm struggling now just to grin i hold myself up till i run out of luck while the world still carries on in a spin and now it's so real and i'm paying off well because my feelings are letting me in i just i think it's a uh, pretty good lyric writing there it's uh very very visceral and visual in my mind and um i dig that so quite like that song actually spoiler alert it's gonna be my second favorite song of all the six <laughs> well you know it, it's very uh um feels the lyrics wise it feels very much like a maroon five song very much like very <laughs> i knew he was up. gonna get there eventually <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna hit everything on my bingo card not not songs about jane maroon five good but later maroon five good uh he, the lyrics are there and then when the song picks up the, in the back half to jared's point yeah it is almost like two songs put together it should have been picked up from the beginning if it would have been way more picked up from the beginning i feel like it would have been better with this band i think what we're seeing here a lot here is is i is their arrangements don't do themselves any favors like i i, I would I, I would agree with jared i think the the instrumentation is there the musicality is there but man how this has been arranged is just really 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 terrible that's what kind of makes it really tough i i i think of i just read this book called the creative act by rick rubin and he was talking about cutting or the need for an editor and how like you have to cut and cut and cut until it almost doesn't make any sense and if you don't then you're kind of indulging yourself and in like your own worst aspects of your personality and that's what i feel like is the problem here especially with this song and what we've seen so far is like playing to their worst strength or they're playing to their their worst weaknesses but i will say like i mean i agree with uh with that assessment and i agree with everything that you, both of you guys are saying but i mean at least to their credit they their songs are very kind of short and concise i mean with the exception of like pressure point maybe going on a beat or several beats too long with all the utterances of pressure for the most part the rest of the songs are just kind of like quick and to the point they're not a lot mm-hmm. of repeating their words again with the exception of pressure point but it's just like they don't get like very jam bandy where it's just like yeah we're gonna have this saxophone solo for 45 seconds <laughs> or we're just gonna like completely go off on a tangent for whatever it's just like no we're gonna get in there what's that i i sneezed i i think uh crimson there we go i'll just say it out loud okay crimson. <laughs> yeah, crimson. <laughs> yeah um 
so I mean, it, at least that, like they they get in right away, hit the ground running, start it off, finish it off, nice and concise. Uh, the next one is uh, in the city. Is it? Yeah. Is, are we on? Oh no, this is the second song from that. Yeah. Album because we still have that was the third song, right? Yes. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, this is another one off of that second album. This one is in the city.
Now that is what I call irony coming back to bite you because not only did they have the long-winded jam bandy intro, but they also had a little bit as an outro. So it just got done saying like, oh yeah, they don't do anything. They get it out. And it's just like, yeah, well, here we go. It's not, it's not, it's not jam bandy. It's not like they, they held the sax, they, they held the sax for just a, a scooch too long. But like this one actually tells a lot more of a story and is more of a, like it's, it, its composition feels better than the other three songs. Like it's, it's an entire story instead of just like half of one there. And then, yeah, that's, I felt that way to me. And I know Marcus Mark says his head. nay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it was pretentiously annoying. I mean, just, <laughs> <laughs> it was, I, 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 I would find more value in a bowel movement, a Williamsburg hipster left in an unflushed, <laughs> toilet in an nyc true value than, than this song <laughs> oh I hate my it. god okay I hate it. wow i hate wow. it i hate it i just hate the song <laughs> wow okay <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> oh i mean that was uh you i was talking about my appreciation for the uh for the analogies and the metaphors and man you just delivered <laughs> a real piece right there a hipster bob movement and a nyc what true value is that what yeah the ace true value yes wow that's <laughs> unflushed just like sitting you there gotta really need to take a shit if you're going into this like a true value like you're in a hardware store and you're like i know the power dump that some like and this guy is being yeah, he's been eating Isai and Kiona. I mean, this is this is a hearty one. This is a really hearty banana shaped. It, it might not go down after the first flush. You might need to you might need to flush this guy shit. Yeah, someone get a screwdriver. We need to break this thing up. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Boy, we just went on a journey. Didn't yeah. We? I, I, so, that, spoiler alert. That's going to be my number six unless it gets oh, worse than this. You don't say. Okay. Well, I, mean, I don't see how it could get worse. let's find out um this uh these next two songs are from their final album you can do anything which was released in june 2008 just ahead of the the breakup and yeah also kind of a, a foreshadowing the final song is kind of leads toward that the reason i i chose it and that i'm finishing off with it is because it's a very 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 fitting for a finale but um let's listen first to you can make the four walls cry if the world was oblong shaped then you would make it square chance or way to tell you how I feel You would make the four walls cry to let me know you're real It's a good job that I love you girl and hold you close to me To let you think that I'm okay and never show I'm weak The time I spend in discontent I never leave your side Sometimes I can hold it
stop. At least I know I've got you now, and this thing can go on. Wildly different, better song. Holy shit. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Like a million times better. Million okay. times better. But I mean, they did kind of hammer home, Jared, to your point. They say, I love you quite a bit. It's very they pressure point asking that. Look, so he sang it, she sang it, and yeah, he faded out with the I love you thing, but it's it's different than a constant repeating of of the pressure point. Mm. Like throughout all of pressure blue stop throughout of all of pressure <laughs> he's literally saying pressure point or pressure or something <laughs> this one actually tells a story like i was waiting for the you could make the four walls cry but it's he's talking about the four walls of his internal head or whatever yeah i this this was leagues and bounds better than the other four fucking songs we've listened to <laughs> yeah I, I i love the the male female song duet kind of thing i love mm-hmm. that i'm a sucker for that uh Again, this is this an unthreatening funk, but this time it has a little, little bit of, uh, dare I use the word, dare I say it, uh, just a little bit of the, the grit, just a little, <laughs> not a whole lot, but just a little bit, just enough to, to yeah, make this probably the best offering that we've had so far. I mean, it's a love song, but it also talks about like real world shit, like the causing each other stress and maybe them mm. not being like perfectly. Uh, the best for each other, but they've they've stuck through all of it, and they they love each other, and it's uh, incredible, and I I like that, and I find a lot of uh, parallels with it, and it is beautiful. I think it is a very good song. I, when, I'm I'm start I'm start trying to map these out, like where they're going to rank, and I'm like, as soon as I hear opening chords, I'm like, okay, this is going to be the top. This is going to be in the top third, definitely. And then I'm like, and then it, as it goes, I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> All right, we might have a winner. We might have a winner. So from six to one in back to back songs, that's pretty great. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if to be completely honest with you, if Little Red Door is better than you could make the four walls cry, I'm literally just gonna go six, five, four, three, two, one, and that's my list. <laughs> you know, six is the number one, five is number two, and yeah, like that's. I I think it's dumb, but like that's genuinely how I'm feeling right now. As long as Little Red Door isn't just garbage. Well, I guess let's let's hear. I was saying that this was kind of fitting for where we are for this to be the final song of the alphabet offerings. Um, this is the Zutan's Little Red Door. Let's hear. It. the time has come to say goodbye and I'll leave before I start to cry nothing happening around here no more 
be so cheesy <laughs> yeah i thought it was fitting i liked it because that was the final song on their final album that they released i think the kind of the writing was probably on the wall for them that they knew that uh things are not gonna keep going on like this forever uh, it seems like they are also getting pressure maybe from their parents or whatever like or from other people in their peer group when they're talking about now it seems if you're not settled down with a house and children running around people wonder what you should be doing and think you live your life in ruin so there's like they're they're these musicians that are touring all around the world maybe they've achieved some success not like universal worldwide commercial mm. success and people are saying like why are you guys continuing to make music like shouldn't you isn't it time for you to grow up and uh, like get a house and pop out some kids and, you know, do what everybody else is doing. Um, maybe they come to that peer pressure and decided that they were going to do that. And this was their way of telling the world goodbye. I mean, it turns out obviously that they reunited like a decade later to continue <laughs> with music. So it's obviously not something that they uh, sustain long-term, but um, yeah, I thought this was a, uh, was very fitting now it's time to say goodbye because obviously even though we're going to continue with the show and we're still going to be obviously doing uh more um the base episodes yeah and either bonus episodes and other fun stuff with music I, I thought it was you know this is uh fitting that this was the final song that we cover in the alphabetical adventure so that was pretty cool yeah this is one of the better ones i mean of 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 of, of what we've had what we've her today i had definitely not my favorite uh definitely kickback vibe to it though uh it, it seems like this seems more in their wheelhouse than the the up-tempo pop stuff in, in my mind like this is kind of where like this one's okay uh, the last one was really great like it, it seems like this band is a little bit schizophrenic and <laughs> when, when we see the other more poppy or the attempt to be funky and poppy it, it's it's not as good as when we get a little bit more earnestness from this band, in my opinion. I mean, it's it, it is a good song. They they have a good idea for it, but like they like give in to what you want to do and so like, dude, don't like, dude. I'm 36. Like I'm about to be 36, and I'm just now coming to the realization that I need to have like a legitimate house. I need to legitimately settle <laughs> down and, and like upgrade. And I'm like finally thinking about it. My, like I talked to my mom on Thursday, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad he came to the realization." And it was just, I guess, like, I was fine living the way I lived. And then all of a sudden, just constantly moving my, because the, the guys can see, like, I'm actually in my living room right now. 
uh, so I can hang out with the birds this weekend and not just be in my little hidey hole uh, playing video games. And it's just like, <laughs> I would I would genuinely like to have two different places where I can just hang out with the birds on the weekend and then just go somewhere to work. Like if I could definitely afford to get like a gaming laptop, I would. So that way I could do everything off of my gaming laptop for work and then just have my whole setup for the to hang out with the boys. And I'm slowly realizing like, fuck, I need a bigger place. <laughs> so that is that is one thing I'm I'm going to be working on with the VI here uh, to try to get a home loan to to move into a two bedroom two bath or three bedroom two bath. Nice. Yeah. Are so, you going to move to a better city like Madison or something like that? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to stay where I'm at. I got a I got a place near my buddies. Like where literally I will be wa- within walking distance of a grocery store, a gas station, and like a bunch of other great amenities to where I may not even need the Jeep anymore. So, but I'm going to keep it. Uh, I'm going to keep it. Well, yeah, you gotta come down to Illinois to visit us. No, right? <laughs> or maybe, maybe since we've I've got two offices down there by you, fuck it, we'll just pick up and move to a trailer down there by you. We just gotta find a trailer near near Eric. I mean, I told you there's one that's really close to my work, so I'll just, which is uh, why not? How big is your backyard, man? What can we fit? Can we can we, can we stack two on top of each other? <laughs> I mean, now that the trees fell down and we don't have any trees back there, you actually could fit something. Just up. stack two Connex boxes, make the best out of it. Sure, we we could rock and roll. That'd be so weird. That'd be so weird. You guys, you you guys like move on to a bigger home. And they're showing it off. Well, yeah, that's my friend Jared. He just lives in the backyard. Don't worry. He lives keep in the backyard. Himself. What are you guys doing down there, huh? What's going on? <laughs> it, it is a great fitting exit, though. Like it to be the final song. Like I like it. I like it. Okay. Well, so does anyone have any wrap up stuff on the Zutons, or are we ready to get into our? ratings portion the, the zootons jesus christ man just wow it's a, a lot of some good some bad some pretty fucking brutal <laughs> ugly <laughs> i mean uh, spoiler alert for next week's episode which is our uh march madness music madness uh tournament the zootons are the last rated seed because they had <laughs> zero connections to anybody else and also you know alphabetically ZU, they're bound to come towards the end. So, yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I don't think this is going to be a Furman situation. I don't think this is going to be like that. Yeah. I think this is, uh, I, I think they're going to get uh, or, bounced in the first round. Yeah. What's a better example? A better example would be Princeton beating the University of Arizona, a, a school so prominent that the president <laughs> himself picked them to win the tournament. Yeah, kind of like the Princeton Tigers defeating the University of Arizona Wildcats. Oh wow, you just you just had really to bring that up. <laughs> do, do I have to kidnap anybody to make sure that they're on the show for for next week? Because remember, we were like, ah, some people might not be able to come. I was like, I'll kidnap them. Yeah, well, Gaio never responded, so I don't know if you want to like. Uh... Yeah, you know him. Get you know him, Jared. You guys know him more, the same I do. I mean, I don't know how often you guys text yeah. each other, but you definitely know him better than we do. Ah, so. fine. I'll, I'll I'll be like, hey, what, you just gotta tell me what time we're doing. I'll be like, Kyle, feathers and friends episode, and he'll he'll be like, sure, I'm on it, and then I'll just be a big zoom. <laughs> well, then I'll get there, and I'll just be like, <laughs> yeah, like when I when I introduced Eric, uh, mischievous, like just just do do what I did with the the uh, the Russian hair box, right? Just no no warning, no nothing. Just oh look, just it's a group episode, not just a solo one. Let's, totally let's get down to our ratings i'm i'm excited yeah uh zach wild 
number six who wants to go first i'll go first tears of december i like this song just we got so many i i was almost tempted to just because ain't no sunshine is is a cover and i was ready to to take that eric route of, of ranking down but that ain't no sunshine version is is is, is pretty good so i'm going to put tears of december down here as my number six nice i'm, I'm actually gonna go uh turn you down i i gotta i gotta turn you down it is and it like look okay if we're talking covers are not really good songs uh a where he is literally the background noise of the song <laughs> uh i got i gotta give him number six man I mean, fair enough. I never said that covers weren't good songs, just that they get, you know, less uh, appreciation because it wasn't an original song. Ain't No Sunshine, I did choose at number six because of the aforementioned thing that Mark said. Like, I I definitely, um, original content gets more of a bonus for me than covers. Phenomenal delivery of that song. It's a terrific version, but it's not his. So Ain't No Sunshine, number six for me. It's not his. It's not his. I like that. Uh, I'll, I'll kick us back off top of the horn. I, I, I'm I going to go with Ain't No Sunshine for the exact same reasons you had it at six. It, it's, I like it. It's one of the better covers of this particular song. But, yeah, you have to rank down because of, of yeah, this is like being a, a, an FCS school. Yeah, it's a win, but, yeah, you know, you're. We, we paid you really want to print a T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, we paid yeah, well, five million to show up. So yeah. yeah, they they got a they got a million dollars. They got to come here and we beat the shit out of them. Yeah, that's it's all right. They feel good about it. Look, look, they're smiling. Yeah, yeah. No, it's <laughs> it's yeah. I'm I'm in the same boat. Even though I did pick the song "Ain't No Sunshine," like I just I I like that in the time of where he's a lot of heavy metal and it is a lot of just hey hey this is what Zach Wild is all about. I like that he took a chance and, and really did a good song, and then I think did it did it quite quite well in, in justice. So, yeah, for sure. I went with "Turn You Down" at number five. I mean, the the Zach Wild, uh, the musicality portion of it, and like I said, I even enjoyed the lyrics of it. Just the delivery, I like. I would much rather that Zach Wild would have sung the song. Uh, that Morgan Wallen stuff was just no bueno. <laughs> so. I appreciate you, Eric. Uh, for I have um, it's tough, and I and I know Jared is probably is going to be against me on this, and it's just the way these stack. I'm going uh, bleed for me at number four. Nothing against it. I just like I like the, the ones I have at the top better, and that's fine. And I'm not I'm not a heavy metal rocker. <laughs> the both of those songs were like. I was like, oh, dude. I, 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 yeah, yeah. No, I get it, <laughs> dude. Enough I, said. I get it. You're, you're, you're like me when I'm listening to a lot of the, the songs here. I'm just like, all right, I, I kind of know what I'm getting myself into, being, uh, being kind of an outcast here, where it's like, okay, I tend to be a lot heavier than a lot of folks. Um, so it's fine. But I, I chose Evil Ways for my number, uh, my next song here. It, it, it's just softer and i'm a more fan of the heavier stuff it, it, don't get me wrong it was a good song but i gotta put it somewhere so hmm. i went with uh blasphemy i'm sure my i might get grief from jared on this one i went with fired up at four like it yeah I, the same reason that mark was saying about like bleed for me was the same kind of thing that i felt about fired up it's 
it's a good song. It's just like the other ones resonated with me a lot more. So this is your show. So you're allowed to do that. Uh, this, I, this is why I have fired up at three is just cause it, it seems like, again, he's known for his metal. He's got all the metal bona fides, but for me personally, yeah, I, I, I want more different, less less heavy i that's why i went with fired up at three even though I, I i like it if i was looking for that song uh to, like sometimes you need to play stranglehold just to get fucking pumped up even though you know the guy's a piece of shit like it doesn't matter no one holds it against anybody anymore like you got to get fired up fired up is, is the right one yeah they, so i still have it at, at three yeah you guys are very incorrect because Tears of December is number three. It's it's a great song. I like I like the melody of it. It it brings a wonderful message, and I I know that this was not the Zach Wild uh, list that I was thinking of, but it's the Zach Wild list that I got. And yeah, Tears of December goes number three because it's a, it's a good song. It's a good song. I went with that with Tears of December at my three as well for those exact same reasons. I mean, I think the the top two. Uh, definitely had to be slotted where they were, but Tears of December, I think, was a, a really good song, and it's a, kind of like bridged the gap. It was like um, melodic metal, it was definitely on like the, the slower pace. It wasn't incredibly hard, but it also wasn't, you know, like a really toned down acoustic kind of thing. So I think it was like the perfect encapsulation of all the stuff. So. Where are we at? For me. Two. Two number two overall. I have uh, "Evil Ways." I just I like that song. I, I, it's different, uh, interesting, especially for the rest of his offerings. It, it's almost my favorite. I almost uh, moved it up to one, but I, I feel like I got to do some trolling. I got to do a little trolling, and I got to take right. up for Bro Country here. So I'm going "Evil Ways" at two. You guys got to know what's coming next. Bleed for me. It's, it's a little bit heavier. It's it's the Zach Loud that I know and love. And it's it's not his best other heavy song out there, but I think it was one of those songs that's not really that listened to. So I had I had to bring I had to bring up the rear or something good. So Jared, get out of my head. I also <laughs> selected Bleed for Me at my number two. I did like that it was heavier. I it resonated with me more than Fired Up did. I I really liked the air raid stuff. Uh, I think that, that was really good. Um, yeah. Bleed for me. It was a really, really good song. Number one, of course I got to take it up for, I got to take it from a boy, Morgan Wallen. He's a genius. Uh, great guy. Great guitar part. Slice of bro country with really great guitar this time around. Love it. Number one, turn you down. Number one with a bullet on this list. Boo. <laughs> turn turn you down does nothing but turn me off uh, oh, and the only thing oh, that fires me up is wow. fire it up and i'm about ready to go show uh yeah, yeah fired up like look it's you want a song that's going to get you ready to you know slay and do whatever you need to do it's it's kind of like the introduction to uh to doom eternal right just that kind of introduction builds and it's just a you know a slow and then it just punches you in the face when he you know uh, Cox the shotgun who's just like let's fucking kill some demons baby and that's where I'm at with fired up <laughs> and so obviously I gotta get, go number one with that I went with evil ways at number one I really liked the interpretation that we kind of brought to the table I don't know how realistic it is but I, I think the, like the um, the ideas that we had behind it made that song kind of mean more to me and um, uh, I thought it was a really good one 
So, yeah. Yeah, this, the list for the next one. Oof. The Zootons. Be... Yeah. Uh, I think, well, Mark, why don't you lead us off? Because I think we know that number six is in the city, right? Yeah, number number six is in the city without a doubt. I, I, I can't think of a, of a worse song that, that I've heard in the past. Uh, let me really, really think about it. No, that, yeah, that's the worst song I've heard in the past like five years. Wow. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. And, it, I, it, and this is coming from a guy who unironically listens to Lindsay Lohan and all kinds of nonsense. I, I literally listened to this. I, I discovered Nick Jonas the other day and I was like, this shit is so dope. So oh I'm telling God. you. You just discovered Nick I'm, Jonas. I'm telling you, I, I, I told you all that to tell you is I have fucking trash taste. I'll pretty much accept anything. I, I will accept anything. And the fact that I t- I'm telling you that in the city is detestable and disgusting to me <laughs> tells you how bad I like. Because I'm someone who likes Lindsay Lohan's entire album, not just that one song. I like the whole fucking album. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm all for Miss Lohan, and I I think I I like one of her songs. If if I if I remember it, no, that's Miley Cyrus. Never mind, Lindsay Lohan sucks. But <laughs> there, there's a point in time in your life where you as a man have to decide what you're all about. And Pressure Point is, if I could leave this one off the list, I would. I would just wow. go from five and up. It is that bad. I just, look, I, I'm all for whatever you're trying to do there. Like, I'll put it to you this way. When, when, when Eric asked me, will you be the co-host of the Evil, uh, of, of, you know, Final Entertainment? I was like, look, I'm going to be in some shit. I'm going to listen to some stuff I don't like. And uh, I'm I'm going to have to open myself up. And and I have I have been open. You, you you have probably heard me, but I whatever pressure point is, I would gladly close that door, lock it, and throw away the key, and gladly never search for that key ever again. Wow. Okay. Uh, I went with uh, just like Mark said in the city. I don't think that it's the worst sign that I've ever heard in the last five years. I <laughs> certainly think there's been a lot worse. Like I'm telling you, if you listen to the entire discography of the Zutons, I. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I don't think that anybody would come up with uh, better six offerings than what we did. But yeah, certainly of the six that we listened to, I agree. In the City was, you know, probably the worst of that bunch. But <laughs> yeah, wow. Worst song you've heard in five years. That's I know. I'm, I'm trying to think something. of a worse one. I'm trying to think. I, nah, like, I mean, I you I... brought up. You brought up Nick Jonas. Yeah, yeah. How did you not know? I knew about Nick Jonas when he was part of the Jonas Brothers. I but I know about, about him, and I've not listened to any of his songs. I don't know that. Oh. I, I mean, if I maybe I've heard something, but I I couldn't tell you. Oh yeah, that's Nick Jonas. Oh I'm my gosh, the, Nick Jonas. The, there's a song, uh, uh, Jealous, and then there's a remake with a with a female rapper. It's it's great. It's fucking wonderful. It's just, it's upbeat. It's like poppy. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That tells you how trash my taste is. So if I'm saying this is this is a piece of shit, it's definitely a piece of shit. Well, well why don't we just see what's not as big of a piece of shit with your number five, Mark? How does it feel? Just corny, lame, unthreatening, just everything. Yeah, just the worst aspects of this band. Just kind of self-indulgent. In what's worse, I think with how does it feel? It's just boring. That's the most offensive part about it. I, look, if, if I can listen to something as background music, it's it's pretty good. And long time coming was not background music. How does it feel? I think actually is good, good-ish background music. 
but yeah, I I don't know what it is, Eric. But you're just like I'm gonna give them all the shitty songs up front, and then just power <laughs> to the end. So I yeah. just went in in release order. So uh, which one was it? Was it long time coming, long or how time, does it feel? Long time okay. coming. Yeah. All right. I went with uh what? I went with Little Red Door at my number wow. five. I mean, wow. yeah, it's it's a good song. I just um yeah, I only chose it for the finality aspect of it. I you're a piece just, of trash. Okay. <laughs> this this should just be file entertainment with Jared and Guest. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you wouldn't remember what letter of the alphabet you were on. Nope. <laughs> what do we do? Do we do X? Do we do X? No, we're gonna, let's just do B again. Let's do B. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's revisit A. All right, folks, we're going back to A. Who cares? It's like we're only doing Metallica. Every yeah. every new episode is a Metallica album. I know. Last week we covered the Black album, but hey, they remastered <laughs> it, so technically it's a new album. Let's recover it, boys and girls. <laughs> Mark, where are you? Uh, four, four, yep. four. Long time coming. Just a, it. Now we're getting where things are getting a little bit better, but still, we're still in the we're in the negative zone. We're we're in. Uh, we're in a winner we're in a red you don't want to be in a red we're here in the red long time coming at four i i think in the city uh is my next song because it's in the gray it's not it's not good it's not great but it's 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 a net positive uh, well i wouldn't even call it a net positive like it's it's offsetting right it, <laughs> it's offsetting it's not good but it's not bad it's just i think it's pronounced upsetting like this is what mark's saying not never mind Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I missed that. <laughs> I. It was oh, a bad joke. March Madness joke. Okay. Oh, okay. No, no. no. Just, you said offsetting. I said upsetting because Mark said how much he hated that song. It was a bad joke. Oh, okay. It made I, even more better now that I had to explain everything. So thank you for that. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> Have you ever tried to explain a joke and halfway through you're like, no, this is a shitty joke. I don't know why I told it to you. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I've, I had that happen recently. Awesome. What was the joke? Well, it's not a joke, but it's 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 like. So I noticed the dumb little things in movies, right? Like you guys have seen John Wick, right? Oh yeah. You know, in the first John Wick, where all the girls under underground are like, like they're wearing all the old school phone equipment stuff, right? Like mm -hmm. it's all the old school stuff. Well, one of the girls at work, she had to randomly go get a new headset, and she got like this one-sided earpiece that like had a really low-hanging microphone, and she looked like one of the girls that was downstairs running the phone operating rooms, right? And we, I, she was, we were talking about whatever, because uh, apparently in the, in the Zoom meeting that we were having, they were chatting about, like, who looked like who or what. I was like, yeah, you look like those girls from John Wick in the underground. And she's like, what do you mean? And I, like, I sent her the photo of a couple of the girls wearing the big boom mics. And she's like, what are you trying to say here? I'm like, I'm just trying to say you look like a character in that movie. And then I realized, oh, she thinks I'm trying to say she's either really, really hot and attractive or she's that old lady that they focus on and very not attractive. And I was I was in a conundrum because like I was like I I'm technically your supervisor. I just noticed these dumb little things. Just don't even worry about it. And then like I had a chance to like explain it to her. But halfway through trying to explain it, I was like, I'm just a dumbass that notices dumb shit and like puts two and two together. And like I'm not trying to make a statement about anything here. So just can we forget we said that? <laughs> you're just trying to backpedal, backpedal, and trip into bed with him, is what you're well, saying. No, 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 Do no. the Bill Clinton. He's trying to get no. Bill Clinton now. <laughs> Absolutely not. As she, no, no. There, there's, there's a fine line that Jared will not cross, and there's about three of those lines uh, with her. 
that I will you not cross. Watch out, man. It, it, She's didn't... probably not a listener, Jared. You can just go ahead and be honest. No, I'm I'm like Okay, if she showed up and at the Christmas party was like, Hey Jared, you wanna go beat in the uh, hotel room? Yeah. I'd be like I'm gonna risk my job for it, sure. Absolutely. Oh my god. But <laughs> like she <laughs> I knew it. it wouldn't take long to get up there. It wouldn't take long. But she would have what to approach me. She would have to approach me with it. But no, I just want I was just like, Oh, your your headset reminds me of the scene where they put the contract on John Wick and you look like all the girls down there, you know, with the with the old school headset. Like you look like you're an old school phone operator. That was it. That was the comment. That was it. That was the joke. There's nothing else about it. It was just you don't get it, and I realize why it's dumb, and I know what it sounds like now, and I'm gonna stop talking before I make it worse. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> I've did, oh, I have a move. Yeah. I, I have a movie joke. Did I ever tell you my movie joke? My Fast and the Furious joke, Eric. Yes, you did. Oh, okay. Is it did we do it on air? air? We did. Um, I forget which episode we. I don't know if it was Evil Mark if it was File Under. So if you want well, to repeat okay. that in. Horrible joke. I, I can just beep the next whatever seconds. I've got a timestamp right now. So. No. <laughs> no, no, no. It's you'll, awful. You'll have to tell it us. It is awful. There. It is terrible. But yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> well, hold, hold on. All right. In 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 three, two, one. Uh, you are an evil <laughs> human <laughs> being. And uh, I've heard that joke before because I know you've told it to me, but holy shit. <laughs> I know I must have told you. Holy shit. That is a wow. Okay. Uh, for reference, I have officially unpaused the we, we are we are back live, so please do not ever repeat that ever again, Mark. Well, I I also if, if you listen to my show, you can also get the Sandy Hook joke, which I have used in I have used in real life, and I was told like you have to stop. I was I wasn't even told like you're wrong or don't do that. I was told literally you have to stop. <laughs> that's when you know it really, you yeah. really what number are we on are we on number four so four. yeah we're, no we're i on... i gave my number four yeah yeah you're a number four jared did you give your number yeah, four in this uh in the city okay yeah my, i uh i think mark chose long time coming it for i agree uh that's like yeah it's i wouldn't say it's in the red i agree with jared it's more in the gray i think we're starting to get into some better songs but yeah it's still towards the the bottom half so how about the top half what you got at three three i have little red door i like it i like it as a finale i like it as one of their better offerings uh would i want to listen to this all the time no if this wasn't like a capital one commercial i guess i'd be like eh, all right <laughs> would i add this to my own personal place not at all uh but it, it's one of the better ones i'm gonna go with little red door at three if you're a captive audience at a frittata place. Yeah. Right? yeah. You have to. You're paying $30 for those frittatas anyway, and you have to pay for the side. It's not included. You don't get a side. Everything's a la carte. Then, yeah, yeah. It's, it, this is what you hear. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's closing time. They're, they're, they're getting ready to close up the shop. And they're like, all right, we're going we're gonna to do it unironically, boys. <laughs> I, got, I got it. My number three is actually How Does It Feel? Um, even though it, it feels like it's two separate songs that were put together, I, I I I still like where they're going with it. It it is a a net positive for me at the end. That's that's about yeah. I only really like two songs on here, and we know what they are. So <laughs> I went with how does it feel at number three as well. I said initially that I was going to have it at number two, but then I kind of had a change of heart um, and went with another one at my two. So how does it feel? Kind of slides into the three spot. I don't. I think it's one of the better ones. I don't find it as uh, boring or innocuous as Mark did. And uh, yeah, so how does it feel? 
How about two? You uh, pressure point. I, I, I like pressure point. I, I, I thought it was a nice way to kick it off. It, I, I was like, I, I was kind of expecting the worst based on the bio, and then now we started it off. I was like, oh, this is better than I thought, and then that ended up being close to the the high water mark. I, I this could be like a, a a real late stage David Bowie song. It would definitely have been a way funkier. It would have been better funkier, uh, but I, I like pressure point. I uh, I I have to agree with whether that was blue or uh, whoever was was making the cute noises in the background. Yeah, Mark is a very trash individual. I uh, I know he said his taste is trash, and that is very very trash. Taste is trash. Yeah, um, Ghost was uh, whimpering. I think he was having a bad dream. He was probably uh, he was probably listening to In the City in his. Yeah, exactly. Being terrorized. I I switched it up. I switched it up. I I. You know what? No, Little Red, Little Red Door is my number two. Um, it, it's a, it's a good ending. It's a, it's a good way to close out the show. I, I just, I feel like it was missing something. It was just missing a little. Uh, they're missing that one player, right? To, to complete the roster, and, and I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it will be. Uh, we may never know. But Little Red Door is my number two. <laughs> I went with you could make the four walls cry at number two and it has uh, um, just the the feelings of love and sentiment and, and talking about it it's uh, very uh, like personal it kind of reminds me of my relationship with my wife Megan love my life and it's a uh, yeah it's a really touching song about how things are not always like perfect but you stick together because of the love that you have for each other so yeah, I have that as my number one. I, I think this is just like a legitimately a good song. Uh, yeah. It, it, and for all their authenticity issues, I think this is the, the one that actually comes through. Uh, love the duet part. Uh, just, yeah, just a really good song. I, I have this as, as the, their best song. This is a song that could end up in a playlist. Probably not because of their prior sins, but <laughs> definitely would definitely consider it. <laughs> I, I gotta go with you could make the four walls cry. Like it just it it banged on all cylinders. The the female vo- vocals in there too. It just it made it a, a thousand times better. Like I I wasn't expecting much from the band when I heard her, the, their album Who Killed the Zootons. If that's what it's about, I was not expecting great things. Uh, tired of hanging around. I was like okay, getting a little bit better. And then you can do anything. Just fucking skyrocketed it. And then you can make the four walls cry. Like. It had everything I wanted in a good song. It wasn't heavy metal, but I would definitely add this to a playlist if I had something in the genre. Fair enough. It would be, I... it would be right next to Crazy Town and, and near Smash Mouth. It would be right exactly. there. It's one yeah. song on a massive playlist, Mark. Quit stalking me. One, two songs too many. Uh, I went with, uh, much to Jared's chagrin, I went with Pressure Point at number one. Uh, it's like we always talk about, well, I always talk about, you know, one of my cliches is prototypical songs. The Zutons, this was the first song that I heard uh, from them. I loved that game. I loved listening to that song in the game whenever it would come up. So that was the reason, kind of the impetus for me choosing the Zutons as my Z artist, because it is, there's not a lot to choose from in the first place. Mm-hmm. It was very difficult. Um, so that was kind of an easy call for me. I was like, well, if I like this song, I'm probably going to like some of those those other ones 
yeah, to varying success as we've discovered. But uh, Pressure Point for me was just like, yeah, if I if I think of the Zutons, I think of that song. And it is, uh, yeah, it does kind of weigh on you at the end, but I still dig it. I still have kind of fond memories of, of playing that game uh, with my buddy John. We actually made um, like a custom team in that game. Like we took, I think we we made ourselves as players and put ourselves on like the Tampa Bay Rays or something to try to like have them win the World Series. And we played <laughs> the entirety of the 162 game wow. series. Yeah, oh like we, we had some dedication. Like whenever we would get, get together, we would play, you know, like several games and we would uh we would bat for each other sometimes and um that game was like stupid easy to hit home runs and i think his character ended up with like a hundred and something home runs and my guy had like 98 or something it's just like it was incredible uh it was a hell of a lot of fun that um gives me fine nostalgia for that game when i hear that song so that's the reason for it being number one you so, know, I, I, when any time I played one of those games, I would never sim. Like, I, if I played the whole regular season, I've I've only done that, done that, done that in NHL a few times in in NBA live back in the day. But I've only done that once in an MLB game where I played all 162 games. Yeah, and I remember it's a thinking, crime. Like, and I remember at the end, I was like, I don't even want to play this game anymore. Like, I don't even care. But I need to get to the postseason, like, and get this right. thing over with. Well, it's like I, I never wanted to sim because I wanted the stats to be accurate. Because like yeah, the, too, yeah, you know, especially in a game when you're hitting, like you're capable of hitting a hundred home runs. It's like you don't want the <laughs> computer to really tone you down and be like, okay, yeah, he went one for four this game. It's like no, he or went six up, for six with three home runs. You know, or, like, or blow up your pitcher's uh, ERA. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. You have to play. Yeah, totally. So, are you guys ready to get into a supersized? <laughs> is it Aerosmith? Jared's trying to intimidate me with his glasses. He's but wearing he his know. pit vipers. He's, uh, I got Smith? my Billy Joel's. All right. Battle of the, the glasses here. I, I literally got just Joel's. got these today, by the way. <laughs> awesome. So in Is It Aerosmith, typically this is four snippets of a song, at least one of which will be Aerosmith. The contestants have to tell me if the snippet of the song is by Aerosmith or another band, you will get a bonus point if you could tell me the name of the song or the and another bonus point if you could tell me the artist. In this supersize season finale version, we've doubled it. There are now eight snippets that we're mm. going to be going through. So, are you guys ready for Is It Aerosmith? I think I feel like the uh, like the theme song got cut off a little bit. Jared, you want to hit us with that one more time? Just double it you up. Did Aerosmith? We could do a third time if you want. It's, it's, it's up to you. If everybody wants to hear it a third time. It's already it. playing a third time in my mind, man. Ah, <laughs> let's do this. Okay, here we go. Oh, no. The battle has just begun. We die in vain waiting for the end. Oh, no. The battle has just begun. Victims pile up into hell. There is no point in making a stand. There is no point shifting the blame. Hail the torch, the torch of hatred. Offer ye my hand and try to die. Is it Aerosmith? No. It is not. Yes. Okay. Here's the next one. Holding me back. Gravity is holding me back. I want you to hold out the palm of your hand. 
Why don't we leave it at that? Nothing to say when everything gets in the way. Seems you cannot be replaced, and I'm the one who will stay. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. I'm also going to say yes. Okay. Next, we have get out in the field. Put the mule in the stable. Ma, she's a cooking. Put the eats on the table. Hates in the city and my love's in the meadow. Hands on the plow and my feet's in the ghetto. I'm going to say yes. And it's uh, love in the meadow is the song. I don't fucking know. I'm going to say yes. I don't know that song, though. Damn, these are maybe none of these are Aerosmith. <laughs> I'm really no, thinking about I've, it. <laughs> I've never done that. At least one of these is. Um, that's my pledge to everyone because David thought the same thing. He's like, none of these are Aerosmith. I was like, no, I've never done that. I've done it where all of them have been Aerosmith, but I've never <laughs> done it when none of them have been. So at least one of these will be. Okay, here we go. Everybody seems so tough sometimes when the going gets tough, when the going gets it first, then the second gets you high. So before the end, take a chance, believe in it, take a chance before you die. Um, yes. No. Gonna go negative. Okay. Now the moon's coming out. Our hearts start to race. There was never a doubt. Just a sudden embrace. Your beautiful soul. Your beautiful face. One sweet kiss, and I just gotta say, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, oh no, no. Yeah. Did oh, yeah. so you say no? Definitely. That is not Aerosmith. Not at all. Okay. Macho man Randy Savage also says no. <laughs> All right. Lost inside adorable illusion, and I cannot hide. I'm the one you're using. Please don't push me aside. We could have made it cruising, yeah. Yeah, riding high on love's true bluish light. Steven Tyler loves himself some stuff, so I'm going to go yes. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I also think this is that does sound like Aerosmith. Okay. We have just two remaining. There is no escape, and that's for sure. This is the end. We won't take any more. Say goodbye to the world you live in. You've always been taking, and now you're given. Mm, no. Yes. Okay, you're just an innocent, a helpless victim of a spider's web, and I'm an insect going after anything that I can get. That's it? Two lines? Yes. What were the two lines again? You're just an innocent, a helpless victim of a spider's web, and I'm an insect going after anything that I can get. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's Aerosmith. Mark? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, definitely Aerosmith. Okay. Let's do the rundown. So the first one, Hail the Torch, the Torch of Hatred, Offer You My Hand. That is not Aerosmith. That is the AI generated. These lyrics do not exist with the prompt, The End, very fiddling. The genre metal mood, very sad. So, Jared, <laughs> you have one point. 
The next one, holding me back, gravity's holding me back, blah, blah, blah. You both said, yes, it was Aerosmith. There was actually Harry Styles, as it was. <laughs> All righty. All righty. The next one, get out of the field and my feet's in the ghetto. You both said, yes, and you are correct. That is Aerosmith. That's Last Child from the band Rock. So, Jared, you're at two points. Mark, you're at one. The next one, uh, were you – so before the end, take a chance. Believe in it. Take a chance before you die. Uh Jared, you said no. Mark, you said yes. That was another AI-generated one. These lyrics do not exist. The prompt, also the end. Genre, electronic dance music, mood, very happy. Take a chance before you die. Yeah, ecstatic. <laughs> so Jared, you said no. You have that correct. So you're at three points. Mark, you're still at one. Ah, uh, <laughs> Where the moon's coming out, our hearts start to race, the one sweet kiss, and the oh yeah, the macho man, Randy Savage. You guys both said no. That actually is Aerosmith. The song is called Oh Yeah from the album Music from Another Dimension. Um, Okay. Lost Inside, The Adorable Illusion, Riding High on Love's True Bluish Light. You both said yes that it was Aerosmith. That's actually Blondie, Heart of Glass. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one. Uh, Jared, I'm disappointed in you, buddy. What? Because the next one is There's No Escape, that's for sure. Uh, you've always been taking and now you're giving. You did say no, so that is correct. So you have a point. But I threw you a bone there, buddy. You were supposed to get bonus points on this one. This is fucking Metallica. Seek and destroy. What was and the, the what was the lyrics? There is no escape, and that's for sure. This is the end. We won't take anymore. Say goodbye to the world you live in. You've always been taking, and now you're giving. That's Metallica. Why the fuck did I not know that was seek and destroy? And Mark, oh my god, buddy. I threw you a bone as well with this last prompt. You're just an innocent, a helpless victim of a spider's web. This is Maroon 5 Tangled from Socks of Oh, my gosh. I'm like, I was, <laughs> I was thinking like. <laughs> I'm trying to give you a bonus. You guys both said yes, that was Aerosmith. What? So, <laughs> Dude, dude, when, when, I, look, when you're reading it, the way that you read it, you are so good at this because you give like no hints whatsoever. Well, of course. You I read it in such this just tone, and it's just like, <laughs> I, I, I. See, I, I was just thinking like, I've heard this before. I'm like, I know I've heard this before. So I and I listened to so much Aerosmith like weeks ago. I was like, I must have heard it when I was listening to Aerosmith. <laughs> I go, that Jared, sounds like some corny shit that Eric Stephen Tyler would write. Congratulations, Jared, with four points. You beat Marks two points, uh, and you are this alphabetical uh adventure bro the last one the last offering is it aerosmith oh, i've won i i i i'm undefeated no more my my i'm like alabama I, this is my down year <laughs> i can't believe what's happened to me think about it i've always been 50 percent. i continue to be 50 percent. and the <laughs> final true. the <laughs> final episode of file entertainment music edition i finally get my due by staying consistent being consistent. Oh, the final alphabetical version. Yeah, we might have some other fun stuff in the mix, but I don't. I don't know if is it Aerosmith is going to make another re return. Maybe. Uh, we'll see. Of, he's of, like my Kirby. He's my Kirby Smart. Like he, he's become more powerful than I ever imagined. But being, <laughs> it, it just shows kids being consistent pays off. <laughs> Very true. Do you guys have any final thoughts? Uh, either on the bands or the artists or 
the musical season as a whole. Obviously, I know that we, we said we're still going to be doing some other episodes. You guys are coming back again for the tournament, which is going to be a real fun and also for you know country and some some of the other stuff. But uh, the alphabetical aspect of it, do you have any thoughts, any final wrap up things? Yeah, as we, especially as, as, as a person who listens to file entertainment, like for me, like I, I think back to the B episode, I, I like the commentary. Maybe Bob Dylan get, didn't get his due. I think of that one. I, I think of what we got right and what we got wrong, right? Like, so that's something that we got wrong. Uh, and then let's think of G. Uh, Grateful Dead, garbage. Probably could have chose two different Grateful Dead songs, like Franklin's Tower, maybe uh, maybe another one. Like, could have been all I think about when I think about all our, our ones uh, are. I'm happy with the. I'm happy with little girls. I'm still happy with that one. I still think that was a good choice for Oingo Boingo. <laughs> disappointed with the more mainstream choices that I made uh, throughout it, but uh, lots and lots of fun. Uh, and I think of what's other notable. The ICP episode was notable. <laughs> that was certainly um, an episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The King Crimson one was also notable, probably for, for also other an reasons. Yeah. Sure and did there, happen. There was uh, Erica. Um, from Raven Heights Press, yeah, who turned in a couple great episodes. Uh, Newfound Glory was probably my favorite, and uh, oh man, what did we? Oh, Pinata Protest is kind of interesting too. I mean, not not as decisive as, as divisive as ICP, but in its own right, <laughs> right. so a pretty damn good season overall. A, a, a gamut of music. I, I'm still trying to put together the whole every song from the whole thing, but if you listen to the entire playlist on. I think I'm only up to M right now. If you put it on shuffle, like it's it's crazy the type of music and the genres that they go. Oh yeah, a lot of it's... a lot of singer songwriters, but yeah, a lot <laughs> of female singer songwriters, but yeah, but, still, yeah, so just really a lot of uh, fun, incredible stuff. And Jared, I, I I've got a long winded thing, so I don't know if you have any kind of comments that you want to say or. I had no idea it would lead to this. <laughs> like I just like I just I remember uh, being asked to come on File Entertainment for an episode uh, to to be the guest because of a last minute dropout. I I I came up. I did my thing. Um, it was it was it was an experience because at that time, like I just kind of followed my the lead, right? Like I I just followed whoever the 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 host was of the show, and I I did what I did, and I, I just kind of brought that that typical Jared energy. And then Eric was like, "Hey." You, you want to come on next week? Just, you know, like, can I help me being the super producer on everything? And I was like, sure, I'll help out a buddy in a, in a time of need. And, mm-hmm. you know, he kept talking about getting his computer and it, it took a little while longer and I got more deep into it. And then I, I remember I was like, he was like, teach me. Nah, you just do it. And the next thing I know, he's like, mm-hmm. hey, how do you want your name to be on the on the title? I was like, oh, I'm the co-host now. Hey, oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> and here I am uh, getting actually excited to re-rank movies. <laughs> Um, except for that uh, shitty podcast that I was on for about a half a second. So <laughs> I, I, I guess thank you, you lunatics, for, for letting me have on. And thank you, all you beautiful bastards out there that keep listening to me and, you know, actually enjoy me being on and, and enjoy the energy I bring. It's, 
I couldn't have done it without you, Eric, and I couldn't have done it without Reddit. Uh, so thank you for to Reddit for for featuring all the hot, beautiful women out there that I love to watch and see, and to stumble across the uh, the podcasting subreddit. So because I like nude women, I got the show. That's what we're going with. <laughs> A very circular journey, but it always comes back to sex with Jared. So yeah, cause. Cause and effect. Yep. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, like the, the the subreddit, the podcast, the the, the podcast subreddit that I that I'm part of. Like, I've met a lot of great people, and Eric is honestly one of the better folks that I've ever met. I mean, I literally met Mark before I came on the show, uh, and I liked how strict and regimented he was when he had us on to first begin with. And I met Eric, and just dude, I never I never imagined it would lead to where I'm at now where I'm literally the hardest working man in podcasting. next to Jamie, so. True. Yeah. Like the majority of what Jared said, minus the whole like uh women, nude women part of it. Like, yeah, <laughs> I kind of mirror his sentiments exactly much like the mirror reflection of his pit vipers that he's wearing kind of like a hard ass. Uh, yeah. I, I couldn't have done it without you guys. I became like real life, real world friends with you guys. And as well as, you know, Jake and David guys that I met through the realm of podcasting and I never could have done it had I not, you know, kind of reached out for on podcast guest exchange. Like I, I wouldn't have been a part of an every week show. I wouldn't have been a part of the evil Mark show had it not been for this show. And it was something that I started with uh, my brother and, you know, I, I miss him being involved with it dearly, but um the episodes that i've been able to do with my friends have been phenomenal and dare i say even better because mm -hmm. i could tell you know uh dylan's heart wasn't in it 100 percent of the time and um i i'm thankful for that whole first season that we did and um yeah but the this music season just uh having my friends be able to bail me out and back me up and uh guest and to be able to complete the entire uh alphabetic journey is just phenomenal like you know because he left after the d episode and i was just yeah. like oh shit like I, I don't know how i'm gonna finish this off and you know then jerry joined for e and then like i knew mark that i was going to have you for g but i was just like the rest of this stuff i really don't know and then it's just like you guys have been uh, incredibly uh, giving of your time to help me out to get this complete, especially, you know, Jared with uh, coming on to do the super producer stuff and move more into like a co-hosting sphere. It's been phenomenal. It's been an incredible journey. And I, this has been like three years now that, mm -hmm. uh, that we've been doing this show unbelievably. And it's just like uh fire entertainment has been a, a huge part of my life and it's going to continue. But like uh, Jared was saying, it's kind of, it led to guest spots on Feathers and Friends. It led to a co-hosting gig on the Evil Mark show. It's like it's had my voice out there to, you know, a lot more of an audience that I ever could have hoped to achieve just with my own show on my own. And uh, I'm just thankful uh, to that, to you guys, to the listeners, to the people that do interact with the show. It's a small group of people that, you know, kind of like uh, I think even less than our legacy emailers on, <laughs> on Evil Mark, the people that consistently kind of uh, email in. But it's the... Uh, and the one guy, Luke, is the one that like I I can't believe that he still listens to the show because he seems to hate, hate me and everything about it. But does uh, Luke like me? He's not said anything about you, so I mean, I guess that's high praise. <laughs> so he, he must Jared's be, like, what? Jared's like, what about me that? though? What yeah. about me? Like I I remember Mark was like telling me about like the like you know the the negative mail that he gets sometimes and i'm like i'm working for my first death threat here folks all right that's how i know i've made it that's when i know i've made it here 
Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I guess the fact that you've not even been brought up just means that's high praise in, in his eyes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you for the people again that continue to listen and be a part of the show. Thank you to you guys that are both on here. Thank you to all the other guests, uh, many of which are going to be coming back next week for a really fun thing that we're planning on doing. The I know I've mentioned it a couple of times already. I'm going to beat a dead horse once more time. It's the uh, the music March Madness kind of thing. 56 artists that we've covered over the course of this uh, music season have been put into a, a tournament bracket. And so myself and all of the guests are going to whittle them down to one, the best of the best artists that we've covered on File Entertainment Season 2. So Maybe I guess you guys should uh, definitely give your plugs again. Um one more time before we file this away. Well, my name Check is me. Oh, fuck you, Mark. No, go ahead. Go <laughs> no, ahead. No, no, no. I'm technically a co-host here. It's okay. 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 You want me to go? So I'm from File Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Man. <laughs> I'm also from File Entertainment. <laughs> I'm part of the Evil Mark show. It's we're not doing it okay we're not doing it's a it. given set you're not you're not doing the game oh take. he's not doing the to... give and take like jake and david yeah. that's their thing google ruby ridge um, that's what i gotta say <laughs> oh, i knew that was coming too. and another uh, check mark on the bingo card yes <laughs> my name is mark i host the evil mark show both these guys are my co-hosts uh two shows a week love you uh, uh sports talk not necessarily sports talk fans definitely come check out me check me out all kinds of weirdness, all kinds of interesting stuff, all kinds of stuff that's way, way out of bounds. Like we talked about a bowel movement in Williamsburg today. So all that kind of good stuff you can get uh, two days a week. So please come check me out. Evilmark.com. Uh, also, you can find me on Twitter at E-V-L-M-R-K. Uh, follow your boy, Pinguino. I'm over there. I'm waiting for you. Where you at? <laughs> you all know me. I'm Jared, co-host of File Entertainment, co-host of the Evil Mark show. I'm on, Feathers. I'm on Feathers and Friends, uh, you know, every so often. And if you like Gaio's podcast, it's because I made him look good. Uh, if you don't like it, tell him to get him, tell him to get me better, uh, you know, uh, better stuff because I can only do so good with uh, so little. So. Oh, wow. A true producer. Blame the talent is... for everything. <laughs> I don't think you mentioned Gaio's show. Susius are my favorite. Susius.xyz is uh, his website. I literally, uh, in every, if, if you're a fan of Feathers and Friends, I have all the shows that are all my friends linked uh, down below. And then also some good little nuggets. Uh, come check me out every Saturday morning at a random, if you're up super, super early in the morning, you'll notice that the podcast drops at very specific times throughout the morning. Uh, come listen to me talk about random bullshit. Go listen to the last episode where Eric and uh, Mrs. Mrs. File Entertainment came on and, and we had heated discussions Megan. about things. Yeah. I did, you know, I haven't got a chance to listen to this. I, I asked Jared, I was like, well, I, I was trying to get a preview here and we just didn't have enough time. I was like, what I was like, what do we learn, Jared? And he was like, I don't remember. Like, <laughs> very <laughs> fitting. That's very. Uh... I'm like, great. That's some hell of a preview. So That's Eric, Jared in a nutshell. Yeah. Eric, pump it up. What, what do we learn? What, what, what can you tease at from this conversation? That she's a phenomenal guest, and I'm kind of pissed off that she hasn't been a part of any of the shows before. <laughs> so well, you, but it, you anybody... have the best file entertainment guest, and she will not appear on yeah, your well, podcast. I, I think uh, anybody that is more interested to hear fun stuff from my incredible wife, Megan, 
uh, in the feed of File and Entertainment is the celebrities like a uh, bonus episode about where we talk about Nick Cage and mm. Megan was on there along with her sister. Um, that was from my previous show, What Went Wrong, from like, I think it was like 2014, I want to say. So it's it's an old episode uh, with some updated information about Nick Cage, but you can hear uh, Megan cracking wise, like making <laughs> me laugh. One of the only funny. reasons, one of the only reasons why I joined Fallen Entertainment is because I listened to like, I listened to like three episodes before I joined Eric's podcast, right? Because I wanted to get a feel of what he was like as, you know, as as a host. And I remember it was, I, I forget what episode it was, but I remember it was just you and Megan. And I was like, that's it. I, that was the first episode that I listened to. It was like, that's it. I know I'm going to be on the show. I don't care anything else. They are a great duo. I like his energy. I like her energy. I have to be a part of this show. And I remember when when you were like, yeah, come on. And I was like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. And then I listened to the episodes. It's like, fuck yeah. I'm going to try to get on as often as I possibly can. This is great. <laughs> and, and it just like, that's what that's what made me want to be more a part of File Entertainment. So awesome. There you go. Because cool. I know I, know yeah, I, I think... text you about it. <laughs> The one he's talking about, I think, is uh, the Decades episode, I think, yes. which is also in the, the feed of File mm. Entertainment. So, yeah, it's like I during the first season when we like didn't uh, had a, have an episode ready, I was like, well, I've got these like seven episodes of what went wrong before my computer crashed. So it's like I, I still like that content and most of it's pretty pretty like evergreen so it's like i'll go ahead and re-release this as kind of like a bonus thing so the decades episode is one of those that's in the feed as well as that nick cage mm -hmm. thing so yeah if you do um want to hear more of megan as well she'll make you laugh <laughs> i guess that is it though we are going to shut the filing cabinet on the alphabetical adventure one last time we gotta slam it thank slam you everyone. that filing cabinet here we shot. go try slam it. it slam it